What's up, guys? No intro today. This is Chris Amundsen here with my guy, Larry Golden. Welcome to Bulls 101, where we are we are here live after another incredible DeMar DeRozan game winner. I can't believe it. <laughs> it's never happened in the history of the NBA until tonight, so we shouldn't believe it. But uh, what an incredible performance from him. Laro, I'm not sure if I'll be able to sleep tonight. I felt that way last night. And then he did it again tonight. I couldn't. I could not believe it. But uh, how are you feeling after after that um, that corner three game winner from Demar Derozan tonight? Man, um, first of all, man, it's great to be back doing the show with you, man. It's, it's been it's been like I feel like I've been wanting to talk ball for the longest. Um, but um, that game, man, it just kind of really it kind of really shows that each game has its own, its own story in a way. Like uh, not every game's going to be perfect. Um, there's going to be games where, you know, things are not going to be smooth, but the, the really good teams, they find ways to win games where they're not at their best. Um, and that's kind of what they did. I mean, I remember when Kuzma shot, I saw how much time was left and I was like, dude, like it, it's almost when you have two guys like Zach and DeMar, like you just want to see what's going to happen. Like, um, yeah, you just never know with those two guys on your team. So I was still kind of holding out hope. Um, and to see DeMar uh, knock that shot down, it was just unreal, man. I, I mean, I was in here clipping for the show and watching at the same time. And my wife is in the kitchen and I go, no way. Like, no way. She's like, what, what, what? I'm like, DeMar did it again. Um, it, so it, it's, just, it's, it's amazing that we have the two caliber of shot, tough shot makers that we we have on this team. Um, and it just shines night in and night out, honestly, man. So, I mean, gosh, man, I'm, I'm still kind of like feeling it, man. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got a, a comment from, if I'm saying this right, Nuka X. <laughs> <laughs> DeMar is the king. He's the king of the fourth, man. Uh, listen, I'm going to be honest with you, Lero. I turned off this game with about 10 minutes to go, not because I thought the Bulls would lose, uh -huh. but because the Bulls were stressing me the heck out. And I was like, I can't watch this game anymore. It's just too stressful. I'm watching Kyle Kuzma go off and like just roll into this layup line. <laughs> I get, the, the Wizards had 72 points in the paint tonight. 72 points in the paint to our 30. That's a game you should lose. I mean, there's no way around it. The, the Bulls should have lost that game. But they just kept... They kept coming. They kept going. Uh, Kobe White once again was instrumental in salvaging, uh, salvaging the night. Zach Levine at 35. He basically kept the thing close in the first half with you know by himself, and he even hit a three at the buzzer that was eventually waved off. And then Vooch came out with 22, and Demar, even though he had another tough shooting night, is this two nights in a row? He he just wins like he's just a winner <laughs> there's some yeah. like there's some there's some raptors haters out there that still want to hold the playoff series five years ago against them but i just enjoy i don't know what's going to happen in the playoffs if you know if and when we make the playoffs yeah. but i just i i have to enjoy it today what he's doing is incredible what he's doing for this team is incredible and um i mean what a time to be alive as a bulls fan than uh, right now i um I, that my thing about um, what people are saying about Demar is like, like I said, man, it's like, like I said, you know, 
basketball games have their they, they, every story is different. You know, every game is different from the next game. Um, and obviously, you have you have games where maybe Zach goes, you know, thirty plus, you know, for seven games or something like that. But like, usually every game has its own story how, how it goes out. You know, um, and that's how I feel about careers. Like, you just you just never know, man. You never know um, when it's somebody's time. I mean, I remember, you know, this is probably doing too much, but I remember when LeBron was young and. Uh, LeBron's never going to win. LeBron's never going to win. He doesn't have the killer instinct. Da, 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 da. And then now to now where we're at today, you know, LeBron is one maybe you know top three, top two player, depending on who you, you know how you how you view him, uh, players of all time. Um, and it's every 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 um, player has something like that. I mean, it's, it's um, maybe down the line they they change the narrative. Um, and I, like I said, like I've said before on the show, it's like the only way to change the narrative is to change the narrative. So. Um, but right now, like DeMar's doing the best thing. He, he uh, the, um, he's doing what he, what he can and what he should be doing is worrying about game, uh, the, the game, the next game, you know, not worrying about playoff performance. How about let's just get there and let's try to get, be the best seed we can be, we can, uh, we can be, um, at that point. Um, but I honestly, I, I did clip a few clips from, from the game. Um, but I kind of, I kind of felt like we already, uh, we got, we got to the uh, shot at the end. So I kind of wanted to to show it again. Um, uh, pop it up on the screen. Yeah. Because let's, let's uh, do it. My goodness, man, this shot, like it, it's just, it's just wild stuff, man. Wild stuff. It's it's truly like unbelievable, man. I remember seeing the set. I'm like, okay, box set here. What are they gonna do? Um, and literally, it, it seems like they were trying to get Zach a look here. Yeah. Um, but uh, so they're, they're, what's gonna happen is Zach and Demar. They're on the far side of the uh, of uh, the inbounder, which is Kobe. Um, Demar's on the low block. Um, Zach's on the elbow. They just kind of interchange here. Um, and what happens is they get Ayo, who's on the close, the, the nearest block, low block, and he kind of wraps around Vooch, who's at the uh, closest elbow as well. And they, they almost do like a scissor cut here off of Vooch. And it kind of it kind of confuses Corey Kisper, which is, I mean, just, I love seeing that stuff. But it, it kind of like holds uh, Kispert and KCP up a little bit because they have to, you know, communicate with each other. Uh, Kispert stays with them. And DeMar does see KCP? Yeah. KCP He's like, wait, where do I go? Where do I go? Where's my guy? He sees Isle in that corner. Man. The, the lob dunk. Dude. And um, <laughs> what I love is, is like, Vooch is like screening two dudes here. But anyway, like, yeah. uh, no, but uh, so KCP does a good job of just uh, face guarding him. Um, but what I love about Zach is like, I mean, about DeMar is a lot of guys would just cut and just stand. DeMar is, he cut and he kind of like, you know, uh, boxed him out, posted him up, and so he could get that ball in here. And then the rest is, you know, what we know. You know, I mean, pump fakes, get kip, kispered up in the air, pump fakes again, and gets deal in there, and just game. It's just, I mean, it's stupid. <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, like I, I, you got to see Gaffer's face. I don't know if you know it. You saw it. But Gaffer's face to me is hilarious. That's great. Like 
where here it's got to be coming up here in a second here. Uh, let's see. Let's see. It should be coming up. I love it. Kobe is excited. These guys are they 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 love each other, man. But look at Gaffer's face. <laughs> look at <Danny laughs> Gaffer's face. <laughs> like oh my gosh. What man. you gonna do, man? What are you gonna do with that? Like, I love that's I I I I put up um Justin Holiday's face from last night's game winner. Or he's just like this mother, you know, <laughs> like oh, that face of like what what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do with that? Dude. Um amazing stuff. I wanted to um I wanted to say a quick a quick word on on Damar, which is people are allowed to grow. I I don't know what it is about some fans like they just think, oh, because he's you know past his prime that he can't develop, that he can't get better, that he can't adapt and and you know maximize his talents. But that's what he's doing. You know, coaches can improve, players can improve, and we're going to talk about a couple of people tonight, a couple of players tonight that have all shown, I think, a lot of growth in the last few weeks. Um, so you know, we we kind of tease it out and. Uh, and, and on Twitter, but we're going to talk about Vooch, who's had a resurgence. You wrote a great article on it this week. Um, so I know I wanted to touch on that. Yeah, it was, it, it ended up in best reporting. Congratulations, my man. Um, and <laughs> then we're, we're going to talk about Kobe and Kobe's improved playmaking, which has been on display recently. We're going to talk about Troy Brown Jr. and the little things that he's doing to make the game easier, to, to help his teammates out. Um, he's had some. He's had some really solid minutes, and then Io, Io Desunmu, talk about his finishing at the rim, which has gone up uh, exponentially basically <laughs> since the beginning of the season to now. Yeah, he's been on another level, and then um, there were a couple. You mentioned that play tonight against the Wizards. The Bulls got Kispert on to Demar. Rather than having KCP on him, KCP is obviously a really good defender. Yep. Um, but but little things like that helped make that play possible. And last night against the Pacers, there was um, there were a couple of things leading up to that that Demar shot that made the Demar shot possible and, and allowed the Bulls to get that win. And, and we'll talk about some of the under you know the unsung heroes of that play. Um, so we'll get into that a little later tonight, but. I know it looked like you had a clip from tonight about Kobe. Dude, you want to you want to you want to get into Kobe? We can talk I, about Kobe. I, I know you got clips coming, but I I I I didn't know if you'd be able to get this one or not. But I I just when I saw this play, this just let me know that he's just in another mindset. Like he's he's just thinking differently. And and I I think we have a question here that I think we want to we might want to attack. Um, yeah. Let's do that. So uh, Ferg says, with the way that Kobe's playing, should we trade him for a backup big or do we go to the buyout market? It's a good question because we <laughs> here's the thing. I don't know about you, but I feel like this team needs a Kobe, right? In Kobe's optimal role, we need someone like that on the team, a bench scorer who can you know play alongside the starters if needed, can be that spark plug that can – you know, get hot the last like the last two nights. Get hot when some of the other guys aren't you know aren't carrying their load. Like the bench tonight was awful offensively. Yeah. And Kobe Kobe put up another twenty point twenty something points tonight, and 
had some nice passes and defense. And so Kobe, if he can continue to get better and he continue to be more consistent at those things, I don't see any reason we need to trade him right now. Cause where are you going to find that kind of, um, that kind of production on the market for that price? I don't think you're going to get it right now. The, the difference is if you can trade him for a guy like Jeremy Grant or Pascal Siakam, like a, an up, a big upgrade to your starting five in place of Patrick Williams, I think you can, I think it would make sense to do that. But otherwise I think you could probably keep him. And I think we've got some other ways we can improve, um, you know, to get, to get a big, so good question for, yeah, it looks like you're, you're agreeing with me as I'm saying it. So, um, but yeah, I think, I think that's where I stand on it. What about you? So man, for me, I think you said it, man. Like I, this team, like, yes, like we have Zach, we have DeMar, we have Vooch. And Lonzo, you can put him apart. Uh, you can put him with uh, that group in terms of, you know, the impact he has on the floor. But, like, in terms of scoring, especially off the bench, like, you got to think about it. He's doing this in the starting lineup against starting caliber players. Um, what will he do now that he has that confidence? Now he understands the role, that what they need from him. Um, you can clearly see it. When he came back, he, he was looking to get the ball to Zach. He was looking to get the ball to DeMar. He was trying to get to a corner. You can clearly see he's a lot more comfortable in what they want to run in, in, in what they expect out of him. He's more confident in the shots uh, that he's taking. Um, I think he's starting to see where his shots are going to come from. Um, and if that, if Kobe can continue to, like, if he can continue to do this, do these things, I'm sorry. I, I don't think there's another player you can get on, um, on the market that does what he, he does. Um, and I mean, I mean, come on, man. Like you bring in, you know, Caruso off the bench with, 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 uh, with Kobe. I mean, that's tough, man. Caruso takes the, you know, the tougher, tougher guard and you allow him to play the, the weaker, weaker player on the, uh, off the bench. And now if he, can, I mean, the proof is in the pudding right now, man. The dude is playing at a, a, a at a high level, man. Like honestly, he he's he's playing really well for his role. Um, he's he's taking the right shots. He may not make all of them, but he's taking the right shots confidently, and for the most part, he's shooting the ball really well. Um, and you're going to talk about it. Um, it's something that stands out. It's his playmaking right now. Um, yeah. He's what I love about what he's doing right now too is he is. He's he used to be kind of like one speed, you know, uh, rip and go. And now he's kind of learning how to play with the ball a little bit and use that speed to, to hit another gear, to get downhill and either get to the rim. And now he's actually making, the, you know, he's making the skip pass and getting a deep getting the defense in rotation. That stuff from Kobe and for that to come off the bench. I'm sorry, man. Um, that's something that you need, especially in the playoffs. Another guy that can get his own shot, a catch when the when the game gets to a a slowdown game in the half court. Um, and you you've seen it with with uh, the Nuggets when they had uh, uh, when Jamal Murray was healthy. When the when it gets to a point where teams know each other's tendencies and know the offense, where you can put Vooch on the block, you could put Zach on a wing, you could put Demar in a corner or in a corner you could put Kobe in either uh, a wing or a corner and spread the floor out and now you make teams pay for when, when help comes um, and if Kobe c 
can continue to play this way. And to be honest with you, the way his confidence is, I just can't see it going any other way. Um, the dude has continued to show resiliency. You know, he comes back from a shoulder injury, no training camp, no no practice, coming off a shoulder injury, hearing all the boo the boo boo that, that's coming out of fans' mouths, and does this stuff, plays like this, like this. Look this you is said this to yourself. <laughs> I know, man. Like I, I was going to say something crazy, but, <laughs> but yeah, man. That's just the way I feel about Kobe right now. Well, listen, Larry, you're 100% right. I was going to say the man did not play basketball for six months, <laughs> had a shoulder injury, so he couldn't he couldn't have the types of off-season workouts that he wanted, came to a team with 10 new players on it where his role was severely, like significantly different than it was last year. And I told every, I told everyone who would listen, Kobe is going to be very up and down. Yeah. When he goes back, he he hasn't played. He's a new role, a new team. I don't know what his conditioning's like. It's going to be up and down. He's, he's going to have some hot shooting nights, but he's you know he's going to have some terrible shooting nights. Um, you just you just don't know how he's going to play. I'm impressed with how quickly he has kind of rounded into shape, yeah. um, and picked up that consistency. Not you know he may have a, an off shooting night, but he's he's doing better. He's on track to do a lot better than I thought he was going to do at this point in the season. I honestly thought it's going to take him to like February, March, April to really like kind of get back in his groove. Um, And even, even, you know, his first two seasons, he's kind of taken a few months to kind of really get into a groove. He's, he's always, he's the first two seasons, at least he's kind of struggled, um, struggled shooting or kind of struggled with his role. And, and to be fair, both of those seasons, he had very, very different roles. When he was a rookie, he was asked to be a gunner off the bench. Um, he wasn't asked to guard point of attack, but they were doing drop defense. Or, I'm sorry, they were doing um, um, the, blitz. the blitz. And so then the, the second year he came in, he's asked to be the starting point guard, and now we're running drop coverage, and he's at the point of attack. And like it's like too much stuff was, was thrust upon him. He's still developing, too. Like- yeah. Like the his second year was ripped away from him towards the end. The, when, when he was starting to get yep. get going, COVID came and it, and it wiped all yep. of that away. And so he's still continuing to develop. He's still learning what he can and cannot do in the league. And um, man, uh, to for for him to be impacting the games, I mean, I think you said it as well. Like without him, we we probably don't beat Indiana. We probably don't win today. You know, like there, there. He's done some really good stuff for this team. Um, but bef- yeah. before we move on, I kind of I want to show this one play. Yeah, no, please, um, please. And, and then we can um, move on to whatever you want to attack. Um, do, 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 do. But here right. we go. So this is probably my favorite play from Kobe in this whole game. Um, probably my favorite play outside of the cross court skip from uh, the, the second Hawks game. Um, and th- this is just, it made me happy to see this because this stuff is, this is promising stuff, man, from Kobe. And, um, he, he comes off the screen. Well, I mean, he doesn't really, that's another thing. Kobe sometimes doesn't run, use the screen really well, but hey, he uses, the well, um, <laughs> you always get, you'd always yes. catch Wendell and Gafford yes. illegal screens because of that last year. But what I love about Vooch is he's, he's like, okay, he didn't hit me. I'm not going to try to get in there, uh, yeah. and try to get a screen. So he's just like, whatever. Um, but so what Cole, what I love about this play right now, too, is he comes off the screen. He notices that KCP is still with him. So he kind of plays with him, right? Boom, he stops. 
Okay, who's coming? I got Anthony Gill, pulls it back out. Boom, hits him. This is, oh. one of my, this is my favorite move from him, right? Stops <laughs> on a dime. Anthony Gill comes out. Nope. And so I'm thinking, okay, old Kobe is probably about to get this smacked off the glass. Yep. Gafford. <laughs> and look at this. This is beautiful, man. Like that. That's that's a play that helps win ball games. Yep. And and, and yeah, DJJ, but like it's the right play. It's it's the right play. Um, <laughs> I was and and considering considering how how terribly the Bulls were at getting into the paint. Uh, tonight yes like that play that you know the wizards were so focused on keeping him out of the paint yes as soon as he got in the paint you see the wizards wizards all scrambling for it <laughs> like and that opened up that yeah. little that little hockey assist for a djj corner I three it. i love it man beautiful like, stuff yeah i mean the way the wizards play defense tonight is what teams are probably going to do in the playoffs what they're going to try to do to the bulls in the playoffs so like just just i'm glad they were able to see this on the have this in their back pocket um, on tape so they can really attack um, and think about different things they could do. Um, but yeah, man, um, I got you. That that was my favorite play for Kobe today. So I, I love that, man. Yeah, no, he's he's been awesome. So do do you want to continue to talk about Kobe or do you want to talk about Vooch? Because I know you your article kind of uh, dove in on Vooch a little bit, and he's had a slow start, and he had a couple missed bunnies early in the mm -hmm. game tonight. Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of stuff that Vooch has been doing that's been really important to this team. Mm -hmm. And so I know, I know you got some clips on it that you showed in your article, but I wanted to kind of review a little bit of that. Do you want to go into that or do you want to, do you want me to show some Kobe clips first? We can go on a, we can go on a Vooch. Um, I, I had some clips from tonight about Vooch as well. Um, you're, you're already on this, man. I was too stressed watching the game. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't clip anything. I had to, then I had to put my kids to bed. Yeah, no, dude. Hey, I, I got a little bit from my wife about it too. So, uh, yeah, but uh, ball is life, baby. Um, but yeah, no, um, yeah, so tonight I, I thought, um, yeah, for Vooch deserves some talk, that's for sure. Um, I thought tonight, um, the Bulls could have ran the pick and pop, um, all day, all game. Um, because, like you said, they were just so worried about Zach and Demar getting downhill, getting into the paint. Um, so you know, whoever and they did it was, a great job. Yeah, they killed it. The, the, yeah. the Wizards' defense is no joke tonight. They could not get drill penetration. It was good stuff, man. Um, so whether it was Anthony Gill, uh, sometimes it was Denny um, and uh, Gafford, um, they would obviously, you know, be showing two to the ball and. DeMar was able to, I mean, sorry, uh, Vooch was able to get out to that that top of the key three, sometimes above the break, just above the break, um, and that would be open. Um, and I thought they could have done that a little bit more. Um, I thought some of their double drag stuff was working today. Um, and, and Nippy uh, in the comments said uh, Abdiya's defense was impressive, and I, I truly believe that uh, after yeah. watching it again uh, with the clips, uh, I mean, the dude was – I mean, digging perfectly, switching on the sack perfectly, playing really good defense. Uh, he was just doing some good stuff today. Um, he also he, he also complained every time he got. He got oh fouled. yeah, him yeah. and Kuzo were like, "I've never fouled anyone it, in my life." Exactly. What are you talking about? The Demar foul. I think who was it? Didn't he foul out <laughs> a Demar foul? Right. Like, that was yeah. DeMar. I'm like, dude, are, are you serious? You literally just 
Oh, and then he has a close review, like, bro, we, it was a foul. Like, what? the first, the first thing, if you're if you're game planning for uh, for to guard Demar Derozan, the first thing is do not bite on his pump fakes. The man is a wizard, no man. pun intended. No, you. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, like they, like I said, they could have uh, ran those things a bunch today. Um, but I understand, you know, you got guys like Demar and Zach. Like, hey, maybe if you spread the floor, they can get their own bucket. And, and, and I mean, Zach had thirty-five, and Demar had what twenty-eight or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so it, obviously, I mean, they got their buckets. But I thought they could have made it a little bit easier on themselves in the half court, which is maybe involved in boots. It's a tad bit more. Uh, but I don't know. I got the win. But uh, I did want to show. Uh, let me pull it up here. Come on. Where we got going? Oops. All right. I'm going to have to pull it up here myself. Let's go. Ah, here we go. All right. I'm ready for you. All right. Here we go. So. So what, what we got here is uh, coming up, coming up from bringing the ball in early in the first quarter. Um, get a little uh, flip here from Kobe. Um, then he's going to get a uh, kind of a flip screen. He starts like he's going to set screen on his right side, but he comes on his left, sets a screen. Um, Zach snakes the, he tries to snake it, and Vooch kind of Vooch has been rolling harder to the basket a lot more. I've been noticing, yeah. uh, which is no problem with that. I mean, it collapses the defense, but. Maybe maybe pops here. Maybe well, never mind. It, it doesn't matter. I'm just overthinking. But uh, he he snakes it and he brings it back. But what I love uh, here is like a team. If teams are so worried about um, Zach and Demar getting downhill, there's gonna be some times where they're gonna have to switch. You know, especially if Vooch uh, really gets down here into the paint. I mean, the nearest guy has got to take. You know, uh, it's, it's a tough rotation for for Gaffer to, to get from here and to get back in, you know, in front of the basket. So um, you're going to get some, some switches and right here they did. And early on in the game, they really tried to attack these, um, these yeah. advantages and, and Vooch did miss some bunnies. Um, yeah. But I, but I also thought that along with that, I mean, you got KCP ready uh, to, to, to help on the, on the, on a post move, maybe to middle. And then Kispert was also doing a really good job. But this is what I really wanted to show. And this is what I mean, like, in the playoffs, right? So DJJ, and let's say in a fourth quarter in the playoff game, he's probably not going to be on the floor if everybody's healthy at that time. You'll probably have Kobe, Zach, DeMar. Um, and uh, I can't think right now. But We're like Lonzo. Uh, yeah, yeah, Lonzo. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so, yeah, Lonzo, Cruz, they both work. So if you want to spread the floor, get all your shooters on, on, on the perimeter, right? It's either gonna be, I mean, on a good on a good day when like in the second half, Vooch filled himself and he was making his bunnies and putting some touch on the ball. Like teams are gonna have to send help, um, and if they do, this is what happens. Kisper digs a little too deep, he yeah. kicks it out. It's a knockdown, and th that's what I that's what I mean is like, uh, like in this is no disrespect to Wendell or anybody that we've had in the past. Um, when you don't have like a, a true post presence down there um, where they have a move to the left shoulder, move to the right shoulder, a fadeaway jump shot, where there's so many things you have to defend on the post. You don't have this luxury of being able to throw the ball into the post 
and draw help so you can kick it out to your shooters. Um, and that's another element to, to, to Vooch's game that he adds to the Chicago Bulls. And um, like, again, we all know that Kobe, we've seen last season towards the end of the year when they uh, acquired um, Vooch, Kobe really flourished in the catch and shoot situations yep. on the floor. So um, that is great. I love seeing uh, Vooch and Kobe on the floor at the same time and also DeMar and Kobe on, this, on the floor at the same time because DeMar gets downhill and he's, he's very unselfish and he'll find Kobe in those advantageous situations. Um, and, and again, man, like I just love – this is the stuff that people just, you know, like a lot of times what I've seen is – and this is not everyone, but a lot of times I'll see – you know, whoa, what is he doing? You know, he has Bradley Beal on him. Why is he not trying to score? Well, yeah, that's that's one thing. But at the same time, if you got to put yourself in his mindset, right? Okay, yeah, if I back him down and I turn my back to where the help is coming from, there's, an, there's a situation where I can turn the ball over. Maybe I get myself in a bad situation. So what I'll do is I see my boy Kobe, who's a knockdown shooter. I'll take a couple of dribbles and see what, what Corey Kispert is going to do. If Corey, if Corey doesn't help, I'll go to work. But if he does... I'll shoot it back out. And, yep. and and that's exactly what happened. And Kobe He's, shooting that ball confidence. Yeah, you saw Kispert after after Vooch started dribbling, look how he was going to go into his post move. Kispert takes a hard step towards Vooch. The moment he takes that step is when yep. is when Vooch passes it back out. So you can see Vooch watching, watch him watch Kispert in his movement. Yep. Looking right at him. Yep. So he's waiting. Takes that step, boom, just gives him just enough time for Kobe to take that catch and shoot. That, I mean, that's just that's, that's just right move. stuff. Yeah. Um, now, you got – what blows my mind about this is now that Kobe's kind of really getting his playmaking chops under him, you've got like four or five guys on this team that are really good playmakers, right? Like Kobe – or Zach, Damar, Vooch, obviously, Lonzo, Caruso. you got Kobe and even like Troy Brown Jr., Derek Jones Jr. from from the um, from the high post, like they're good decision makers, and it, it's it's I don't think it's any coincidence that the Bulls are such a low turnover team, and that guys like Zach, for example, Zach has the lowest turnovers of his career, That's or true. at least since he's come to Chicago. Um, I don't think it's any any coincidence. You've got great passers, you make good decisions with the ball. And you got guys like Demar and Vooch that kind of calm you down in those in those key times. And I'm amazed, honestly, the chemistry that they've developed in such a short amount of time, especially Kobe, who wasn't even here for the first like month. I'm just impressed at, at how well they've clicked and and how well they've connected uh, on all these different plays. Yeah, um, I totally agree with you, man. Um, I think Kobe said it in his press conference after the Hawks or Indiana game, I think either the second Hawks game or after the Indiana game. But he even said like, he was surprised how fast they jumped. He he thought that it was going to take a while for them to jump. But he said, you know, they're every, he said, everybody, everybody's surprised that they jump so quick, you know, but I mean, I think that's just really, that's, that shows to me, AK and Emmy, you know, um, understanding each player's tendency, strengths, weaknesses, understanding what this team needs um, in order to be a great team, you know? Um, and yeah. it's like puzzles, man. It's like doing a puzzle, right? If you, if you find the right pieces and you put them on one team, a lot of times it'll just come together, you know? So uh, it's just good stuff by Acme. Yep. 
It's it's not just getting talent, which they did do, but it's getting talent that fits together. And when when they were looking, when there were rumors that they're going to sign, they're looking to sign Demar after they'd signed Lonzo Crusoe. Me and you were both like, "That's the guy that they need. Like he fits perfectly into what they need this season." And everyone was killing that trade. And I wrote an article basically saying, "Who cares if they overpaid? It's the right move. Yeah. <laughs> like it's the right guy for yeah. the right time." And um, it's, it's so far, it's been what the best move of the offseason of any offseason of any team. I'm sorry, of this offseason yeah. of any team. I mean, it's yeah. like he's an MVP candidate right now. It's crazy. Yeah. Un- un- unreal. Unreal. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so this play here was very, it's a very simple play. I talked about it in the article. Um, it's a pick and pop. And the Bulls obviously run this a lot because of what, um, what these two guys and Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan, the type of attention that they, 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 you know, they, they get from these defenses. Uh, it allows for the, this guy and Vucevic to have either open shots or to create for others. But uh, something that I noticed in this game and which is why I thought they could have ran the pick and pop more is so uh, Vuce comes to set the screen uh, um, step a ball screen here for DeMar. DeMar comes off, right? So this is this is what I mean here, right? So, I mean, two guys showing to the ball. Alze is on DeMar. Gafford is here kind of, you know, neglecting Vooch. Like, yes, this is open, but after a while, if they're going to continue to play this way, Kisper's going to have to come show, you know, uh, and, and then Vooch can simply swing it over to Kobe, and then maybe there's an uh, – Maybe there's an opportunity to attack a closeout. There's just so many things, right? So if he gets down here, let's say Zach come, you know, because what what you're taught, at least what I was taught in, in high school, um, even lower levels, is when you drive baseline, you get a baseline drift here from the corner, from the uh, whoever's on the wing, you drift to the corner for it to become an outlet for this the baseline drive. Um, and let's say Kobe catches it and he attacks a closeout, he gets down there. You know, let's say Abdia has to come over. Now Zach's open for corner three. But just from this simple action, like that's what's so amazing to me is when you put two guys with these type of skill sets together, how much it can really rattle a defense just from a simple set here. Um, You swing it back here. Boom. Usually, right, what I saw in the game earlier, uh, I'm sorry, later in the game, was what would happen was is they started to notice that the shot was open and the help would come here harder. And you could have, you could have swung it, you know, over to that, that wing area that down, maybe continue to swing into the corner maybe there's a drive baseline, but I just thought there could have been a little bit more use for this pick and pop um, in the game. And uh, of course he knocked it down on that one, but yeah, no, I, I just thought, I just, I just love the fact of it. I think part of it is too, is, for me, it's just aesthetically pleasing to see the type of offense that these guys run. Um, it's, you know, I, anybody knows me, I love D-Rose, right? But a lot of D-Rose was just getting downhill, and, I mean, he did dunk on some dudes now. I mean, you know, he was doing some crazy up-and-unders and all that good stuff. But I also really love to watch the ball movement, picking pops, picking rolls, short roll action. Like, all that stuff is here. All that stuff is with this team, and that's what's fun about watching this team. I mean, every time a defense comes to play the Bulls, 
they know that there's you're not going to be able to rest tonight. There is no, okay, all we got to do is shut down this guy and we're good. Nope. When you come see the Bulls, okay, what are we going to do when Zach has the ball? What are we going to do when DeMar has the ball? What are we going to do when, when Vooch has the ball on the block? Okay, when Lazo's on the break, how are we going to stop the ball and also worry about on the back end? What, you know, so there's just so many things you're going to have to worry so about. Many problems. There's so many problems. You're 100% right. I mean, the problem with those D. Rose teams, as you mentioned, was if you you could stop D. Rose because you weren't worried about anyone else offensively. Yeah. I mean, really, like Luol Deng is pretty good, but uh, he's not not DeMar DeRozan or Zach Levine or Vooch quality as far as an offensive player. You you have a guy like Lonzo Caruso who are elite, elite um, transition players like transition players, elite transition players. And then DeMar and Zach, elite half-court offense players. And Vooch, who's just a great offensive hub who can pick and pop, who's a low-post presence, as you mentioned, smart with the ball. I mean, guarding the Chicago Bulls as a for a coach has got to be a terrible, terrible thing to game plan for. <laughs> the only And the only reason it, it's worked out for a lot of these coaches, I mean, as much as you can for a 24-10 and 10 team, is the Bulls have had like zero games where they've had their whole team. There's they've been they've been out, you know. So it's like, all right, tonight we don't have to worry about Lonzo and Caruso. So let's get into the paint, you know, and get these layups in, which is what the Wizards did. And all we gotta do is keep Demar and Zach out of the paint, and their team's not gonna be able to hurt us. And it was a great game plan. I think the Wizards game yeah. plan for it perfectly. I mean, yeah. they were killing us, killing us on the inside, and then they and then you know wouldn't let us in on the other end. So I, I thought they did a great job, but having a guy like Vooch, you saw, did you see that play last night where the Pacers zoned up for a play? Oh yeah. And all uh, Zach, Zach just passed Vooch and Vooch is like five guys all within 10 feet of him. He just like takes it open jumper. Like, <laughs> zone buster. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like he's like in that particular situation, you're right. He hits that jumper a couple of times. Dudes are going to have comes from somewhere and Vooch is, yeah. Very good at finding where the open guy is, and he'll hit him. So it's yeah, it's good stuff, man. I mean, the dude is the dude. It may not get the love he probably deserved because of his slow start, but I mean, he the dude is very big for this team. So uh, yeah, but in literally, yeah, literally very big. <laughs> um, Look at you. But uh, so in this situation, I didn't. I don't believe I put this in the article, but. Um, <clears throat> this is the uh, him in a drop situation here on defense against Indiana. Um, so Chris Duarte is coming here. I believe Io's on ball. Uh, Domas uh, Sabonis is going to set a screen here. Uh, and Duarte comes off. And this is why I love Duarte. This is why I, I'm a big fan of Duarte. A lot of guards come in the league. They don't understand how to put guys in jail. Um, and Duarte does a really good job of keeping Io, kind of keeping them on. He was trying his best to keep Iowa behind him, but the fact of that he was had that in his mindset, like, okay, I came off the screen, let me try to keep him behind you, behind me. But this is what I love about Iowa, though, is Iowa did this tonight as well against, I believe I have the clip too, but he did it tonight as well, where uh, they ran that uh, at horns, a double high horn set um, that they ran like six or seven times in a row, it felt like. Um, and Bradley came off the screen. Um, he tried to put AO in jail, but AO did a really good job of getting back and 
and he contests the shot. I believe him and DJJ actually blocked the shot. At the yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so like that's what I love about Io, which is something we talked about, me, you, Mark K, before the season happened, when we were kind of talking about what Io could be for the Bulls if he wanted to be on the floor. Um, and we talked about his wingspan being a huge deal for him, um, having a 6'10 wingspan. Um, that That is huge for him. And I – it really shows. I mean, especially against Trey the other night where he was able to recover and get that block with his, his wingspan is huge for him. And that, that exact role that we talked about him, um, you know, him being able to get onto the floor, um, he's really bought into it. And we'll, we'll obviously talk about it a little bit more later, but, um, sure. but yeah, so I know fights back, but this is what I love too. Like Vooch, look at his arms. Like a lot of bigs, like they, they, they just kind of have their arms, whatever. But, like, Vooch is low. He's got his arms out wide. He's ready to play the passing lane. He's just ready. He looks like a basketball player ready to play, right? So he does a really good job showing his hands, and then he just stays solid. And that's what I love about him. He just stays solid. A lot of times, like, guards, bigs, they come downhill, and and, and Vooch, Vooch, a lot of times, he doesn't try to get a block, you know, but uh, he just tries to make guys finish over the top of him. And that's what – if you're not a shot blocker, that's what – you need to do right and you don't want to be out here trying to block dude's shots and just foul and knowing you're not a shot blocker um and that's what i love about him he knows the type of player he is he's gonna stay he's gonna stay grounded he's gonna use his wingspan he's, he's a big dude he's gonna make you finish over the top of him over the top of him and and, and that's what he did here did a good job and he's fighting he's fighting and he makes the team have to go to something different and, and that i mean that's wide open but like the fact of like Domas couldn't finish down here. He had to kick it out to a lower percentage shot. Like that, that's stuff that I like at least. Like I, I like the fact though that he made Sabonis be like, you know, I can't get it, I can't get it done in here. So let me kick it out to the three point line. I'd rather like that's a low, that's a high percentage shot. Kick it out to this guy who has a I don't know what Miles Turner is shooting, but I'm pretty sure it ain't nowhere near forty. Um, but it, it, it's, it, that's the stuff I love about Vooch that it doesn't get enough, enough recognition, you know, like, yes, he doesn't get the big blocks. He, he's not sending dudes uh, shots into the fourth row. That's not his game. And, and that's what I like about him. He plays within himself. He understands what his strengths and his weaknesses are. He's not going to get dumb fouls. That, that's what I think of when I see him like not go for, for blocks. Sometimes I, I, I think of him being like, you know what, that's going to be a foul if I jump. That's two points. Let me go back and go get it at some point else. I mean, and as we saw tonight, he had a huge block, you know, huge, huge, huge block that helped this team, uh, help the Bulls win against the Wizards. Uh, but yep, um, yeah, Ferg here in the comments mentioned that as well. Is that that was a big, a big block tonight? So yeah, man. Um, playing with playing within yourself and knowing and knowing your capabilities is one of the best things you can, one of the best qualities you can have as a basketball player in the NBA. Is knowing knowing what you can do and what you can't do. Yeah. Um, this next clip is against the Nuggets. And I thought this was a yeah. cool clip. Shout out Denzel Valentine, by the way. Hey. Um, but I, <laughs> I thought that this Nuggets, uh, this the, this clip against the Nuggets was pretty cool because first of all, the Nuggets are running a play for Jokic to come off <laughs> multiple screens. That's crazy to me. But it. But um, but yeah. So <laughs> right. So he gets a pin down. <laughs> Who is that? Uh, Monte he gets a pin down from Monte. He gets another uh, screen for Jeff Green. But like the thing is, it's like just watch Vooch. I mean, dude's fighting. This is this is a big dude. 
stays with him. It's, and again, he stays on his feet, arms out high. If you're going to make the shot, you're going to make it over me. You're not going through my chest. You're not going to, you know, make, you know, get by me. You're going to have to score over me. And that's what he did. He stayed high and boom, that, that, that's all you need. Like, you, like, yes, cool. I, I, it's cool to see dudes get their their shots pinned off the glass. Yeah, no doubt. But like, that's just, you know, it's all in, in stat sheet is all known as one block. You know, it's not known as a one block and then one nasty block. No, it's one block. So, or, or, you know, like just altering shots. And he does that really well. I wish, I wish they do like a, that, that block had a little extra on it. You know, I wish they would right. keep track of that. <laughs> Which, tell me what the nasties blocks were, you know, can I get Man, a little star next to him or something? Dude, like, you're so right. Um, that would be kind of cool. <laughs> but you're that right. But you're right. Cool. It all counts. If you, if you send, if you send the ball into the third row, or if you just t- tip it with your fingers and, and make it not go in, it's a block either way. In fact, yeah. I, I prefer prefer the, the latter for actually recovering the ball because if you knock it into the third third row, they get the ball back. Yeah. Um, you And that will actually be cool, though. Just like in football where you, you wish, like, certain quarterbacks wouldn't get interceptions because their receivers take the ball in the air. But anyway, anyway, uh, so the, another clip against the Nuggets here. Uh, still on Booch defense here. Um, so they run like an Iverson cut here. The Bulls used to run this, uh, well, they still run it a little bit, but last season I felt like they ran an Iverson cut every, every single play. But, uh, so you get an Iverson cut here from Will Barton. Um, you got Jokic at the elbow and you got, uh, Jeff Green at the elbow. We got, uh, uh, Aaron Gordon Gordon moving over to the, uh, left corner. Um, so what they do is they enter it to the, to the elbow here, uh, Jeff Green. Monte is going to come down, set like a little, little screen, the down screen here, a little pin down here uh, for Jokic on Vooch. And <laughs> like, look at that. Like, I, love the, I love I, the plays that they run for, for Jokic. Seriously, like, the stuff that Vooch has to has to do to go against Jokic, he's probably like, what? Like, why, why am I running through pin downs right now? Like, but <laughs> look like, at, look, look at this, this jump though. <laughs> he's, he's like, he's like nope. Monte, get out, get out my way. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get this job. hand up. <laughs> um, so right, so he he does, and, and I mean, again, right, so he gets his hand up, and Jokic's like, ah, okay, let me get it out of here. Swings it over to Aaron Gordon in the corner. DJJ comes out. Makes him work a little bit. Swings it back to Jokic. I mean, come on. I mean, guys, look look at this big man out here doing his best to move his feet. Like, he, he moves like, laterally. Look at this. He moves laterally pretty well, actually. Like this for is what it is. Like you, you're seven footer, two sixty. This ain't this ain't uh, you know Wendell Carter. This ain't Wendell Carter Jr. You know what I'm saying? Like this is Vooch out here moving his feet, chopping his feet, staying in front, walling up. You know, again, Jokic moving the ball. Okay, give me, let me get a repost. Boom! I'm still here, baby. I'm on my feet. You're gonna have to score over me. Nope. Let's go. Like I just—that's the stuff that I appreciate from this guy, man. Like again, he stays within himself. I'm not about to try to block Jokic's shot. I'm gonna stay here and I'm gonna make him shoot over me. And I mean, I, this is—that's the stuff I watch. You know, and I know you watch as well. I wish wish more people would watch. This this type of stuff from Vooch, um, he he is absolutely um, not, uh, you know, appreciated enough in my opinion. So, um, but yeah, when's, I, the, when's the wedding? <laughs> Send me an invitation. 
Sorry. Uh, you're a fool. But um, <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> no, but so I, I, I'm probably. What's up, Vinny? Oh, sorry. I, hey, oh. Vinny, Vinny's here. Yeah. What's up, man? Are you, have you seen your doctor recently? If you're seeing that much red. Oh. <laughs> um. So then I'm just going to show a couple couple uh, clips of his playmaking here. But uh, once again, um, just the uh, simple action of just a, a screen roll, screen and pop, pop uh, like it, it just adds so much stress um, to a team. Um, right. You, you stick it here. You, you swing it out to the top of the key. Like Gordon, he has to come out and show kind of like like he's helping at the nail. And this is another thing that people don't talk enough about. The ability to put the ball in the deck. Like, look at this. Look at this seven-footer, man. Look at this seven-foot center who has looks like he shouldn't be able to do this. Just being able to get by Boom. Miles Bridges, kick it to Lonzo for three. Like, we got way too many point guards on this team. Look at that. Like, come on. Like, this is the stuff I'm talking about, man. Like, that's Miles Bridges that he just drove by. Like, that's not a slouch. You know, and he probably caught him off guard. Right? He's like, there's like, no way this whoa. big dude is gonna, you know, there's no way this big dude is gonna drive by. Oh, he's driving by. <laughs> like, like it's just. I love it. I don't know, man. Like, I get a little too excited because I, I played big when I was in, you know, high school. So uh, maybe I just feel a certain way. But um, no, no, no. my my favorite. I got to tell you, my favorite my favorite clip of all time is Pal Gasol. Do you remember this clip where he gets? There's a steal or something, and he gets on the fast break, and he's dribbling it between his legs, oh, yes. and just doing all that stuff, and then goes up for. And I think it's, um, I think it's, um, shoot, uh, Weber, Chris Weber's on the call, mm. and he's just like he's just showering Pal Gasol with love as he's doing all this stuff. Like, let the big man work. Like, it's, yes, I sir. love it. That's my favorite clip of all time in basketball. My man, um, but yeah, no, I. So I, I get the I get the big man love. Like I, I, I don't and here's the other thing too, is like yes, these dudes are playing at a they're playing really well, man. Like again, they do have games where you're like, okay, guys, let's go. Um, but they yeah. eventually win in the ball game, you know, and hope eventually like as a coach, like it's almost like if we're playing pickup and we're having a you know, we we can't hit a shot, right? We can't hit a shot. But if it's whenever it's game time, who cares if I couldn't get a hit a shot? Like let's just get the let's just get the dub. And then we'll talk about what happened before. Right. right. But it's a little bit easier to talk about those things of you being a having a rough uh, rough start or you couldn't hit a shot after a win. You know, right. so um it, you be know like that's, tomorrow, that's baby. you gotta focus. Exactly. Just be like tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I went I went 10 for 24. Doesn't matter, I hit the game winner. Exactly. But that's the way it's got to be. That's the way it's got to be. You got to have a short memory. Next play, baby. Next play. Um, but yeah, another another screen. Up, MG Blazer. Uh, what's up, MG? Um, oh, wait. You know what? I wanted to show a different one here. Uh, here we go. So, yeah. So we're playing against the Knicks. Caruso, we miss you, brother. Come back soon. Caruso uh, has the oh, ball in his hands. I need I need Caruso back in my life, man. And Lonzo. <laughs> Brad Bill, I was going to tweet this out, but I didn't want to seem like a, a meatball fan uh, or just a meatball guy. But I was like, I was saying, I was going to tweet. Brad Bill is very lucky correction, correctional officer, but Alex Caruso <laughs> wasn't on the floor tonight. He is very lucky. 
But, hey, uh, I, I, I locked him down a couple plays oh, yeah. in a row. That was, yeah. mm, man, that was yeah. fun to watch. I just, I just know. I love Io. The, this, this team, man, this team. Can we talk about somebody? Actually, we're going to talk about it later. Never mind. We're going to talk about him later. Um, yeah, so last last clip I'll show for, uh, in terms of, like, Luch, um is, right, so you get Caruso bringing the ball up, hands off to Zach in the corner here. Zach comes off. You're going to get a pick here from, from Vooch once again. And this is, what, this is what I love, again, right? So when this action happens, the guy guarding the ball, the guy guarding Vooch, they have to be on a string. They have to understand what they're going to do. Okay. Well, you, and I'm pretty sure uh, this guy over here, Coach Tibbs, he, he has talked about this. So uh, you would expect for a team to understand what they need to do in this situation when Tibbs is their coach. So if these two are not on the same page, well, that puts a lot of stress on these two in the back here with, with Rose and Evan Fournier um, in the backside. That's the low man. So what happens is uh, Vooch pop, well, he kind of he kind of slips, I should say. He slips. And what happens is, uh, let me see here. Let me get back here. Yep, here we go. So he screens, he slips. And uh, they must have talked about this already because, I mean, Evan was coming right away. So it must have been something where they're going to show two to the ball, get the ball. We're going to get the ball out of Zach and out of DeMar's hands, and we're just going to have to rotate and, and be good on the backside. Um, so Evan Foyer comes. You see Derek is already like, oh, shoot, I got to cut. And that's a great cut by Javante because obviously yeah. D. Rose is going to have to honor that. Um, and, what, and, and once again, Vooch makes the right read, and he finds TBJ in the corner and knockdown. Um, and it, it, that, that little action adds so much stress. And that's what the Wizards were trying to stay out of all night tonight. They're like, there's no way we're going to allow that ball to touch that paint. They're going to have to be perimeter-oriented um, in order to get this dub. And, I mean, you know, the game winner was a three ball. So they did, they I guess, they did 50, their job. They shot over 50% from three. <laughs> <Those Yeah>. stupid. <laughs> it's stupid, man. It's stupid. Listen, they had zero business winning this game. Zero. There's no way the Bulls should have won this game. They gave up 72 points in the paint. And anytime they didn't get a layup, they got fouled in, in a shooting motion. I swear, every yeah. time it seemed like they had no business winning this game. And the Bulls went 17 to 34 from three, 50%. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just man, stupid. It, it, it's 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 crazy, man. Like, you know, we're gonna touch on them because you you um and pause by the way, but uh we <laughs> you are going to talk about TBJ. Um, and I, the minutes that he gives have been, I, I love them. I love the minutes. I love, the, I love this, TBJ's minutes. This team is a lot deeper than we thought. I think, I think, I think that we have some players and yes. Um, I hope, I hope there's something that we're not, we're, we're not being told yet about Pat. Maybe Pat is a little bit closer than, than, was original thought um, originally thought because of them denying that uh, what was that the uh, I forgot the what it's called disabled, the disabled player exception yeah 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 um, and maybe that's what that means who knows but uh, this team has some pieces man especially once you get Lonzo back get Crusoe back even Alfonso Alfonso McKinney has shown some hey. some some things that can really help this team um, and that, that's not just that's just that, that's and you know how we are, man. We're not talking. We're not just the fluff guys. We're talking about defensive rotations, b fighting through screens, 
offensively cutting when he needs to cut, spacing when he needs to space, knowing he needs to be on, like, not just like fluff stuff, like, oh, he hit a three or, oh, yeah. he, he dunked the ball. No, we're talking about being able to plug and play a guy because he does the right things on the floor. Um, that That's what he does, man. And also the processing speed of a lot of the players on this team is just so much improved from years past. Yeah. Like Troy Brown Jr., who's our like you know like ninth, tenth man off off you know off the bench. Yeah, the way he, he processes his processing speed on his playmaking is really really good. Like he he's able to take advantage of things because he sees the floor, he sees the pass, and he's able to make the pass um, that a lot of guys in his of his stature aren't able to do. I mean yeah. he's he's still pretty young, and obviously he's been in and out of the rotation all year, but. We'll get to the clips, but I've been really impressed with his, his playmaking and passing, and just the processing speed that he, you know, he reads the game with is is pretty impressive. And we got, you know, Lonzo and Caruso process the game at such a high oh. level. Vooch processes a high level. Demar and Zach, I don't think naturally did in the beginning of their careers, but they've really, really honed that skill. Yeah, and we've got a lot of guys that that can do that. And Kobe's on his way, so you know, Kobe's getting better every time we see him. Um, so yeah, I think you're right. I think the depth on this team, which is a bunch of kind of no names, yeah. Uh, and I, actually, the guy I thought would be really important, Alize Johnson. Yeah, we ended up we ended up cutting. Yeah. Um, and Stanley Johnson, who's now you know like the third best player on the Lakers, apparently. Man, I'm um, so mad because I really wanted him on this team. But, I, I did you know. too. I yeah. You know, hey, but you know what? Because I I feel like he could have. Never mind. But anyway, um, I, I'm with you. I know the. I know. Uh, but you talked about Zach and his and his playmaking and how it's taken a step up tonight. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but there was a there was a pass to go. Um, I don't know if we were tied. If we were up one, can't remember exactly. But I think I'd turn the game off by that point. <laughs> oh man, like because he had Zach, some rough passes earlier. Zach in the had. Zach had a a dime to Vooch. Like he's going, he went right side down the, towards the corner, came back up. And as he's coming up, he's looking at DeMar who's at the top of the key, but Vooch is wide open in the, on the corner. He looks at, at DeMar and throws a dime bounce pass to Vooch. Oh my gosh. It was a dime ball. Um, and Vooch just missed it. It rolled out. But like, man, if he would have made that shot, like Zach, like you said, you're so right, man. You know me. I'm not. I'm not like I don't usually go to to Twitter to say, "Oh, that was trash" or whatever. But like, yeah. there were a couple passes where I think it was Io that had a cut. He was wide open if he looked right away, but he kind he kind of waited and waited, and then he threw it, and it was it was like, dude, it was too late. Like, what are we doing? Um, he had a couple passes like that, man. But um, Zach, man, it, it's he's one of those players in the league that. Yes, he makes mistakes, but the 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 way he continues to make tough shots, the way he steps up. I mean, tonight him stepping up and trying to guard uh, Brad Bill like that that to me, uh, he had a big defensive stop towards the end of the game on Brad Bill that that was huge. Like Zach, I, I can tell he's trying, man. He's trying to become a better defender. He's trying to be a better passer and be more um, smart about these passes. But I think there he's still trying to get some of those habits out of there, especially passing wise. Like passing, I feel like he's been a lot better lately, but I think there are still some passes that he's he's trying to get get out of the system. Like you know, certain passes that you're just like, Zach, come on now, you're a better player now. We don't we don't do those type of passes anymore, you know. But um, 
but yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. Um, Zach is definitely, and, and Demar. I mean, he, man, especially Demar, his playmaking has really just been wow. Yeah, wow. I mean, I got, I got nothing, nothing bad to say about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> what well, we let's next, see. Um, is that all you want to talk about with Vooch? So, I mean, here's the deal, man. I, I think, I think. Um, I would just tell people to, you know, go read the article if you haven't. But like, I just talked about exactly what I just talked about um, with, with everybody that's in here watching us or listening right now is that, you know, there's some, there's things that Vooch brings to the floor other than like making shots. You know, like making shots is huge, no doubt about that. But there are other things that make this this team go that that he's a big part of. Um, and that, that's playmaking out of post, playmaking out of two man game. And being a defensive, being a, being a, a, a defensive anchor, if you will, in in what they run uh, defensively and drop, whether it's at the level, whether it's dropping a little bit lower, like just making sure he's in front of the basket, helping out, um, you know, around the basket. So no, like, but we can move on. We can move on um, and have some fun, man. You know, and talk yeah. about some of the some of the guys that that, that you want to talk about, man. Well, just I, I I just put up the link here to that article. So if you guys have not read the article, you can if you watch this on YouTube, if you watch it live, or you want to go back and watch it, um, come check out this article that Laura wrote on Vooch and goes in depth on all that stuff. So it's really really good. Um, let's let's talk about Kobe then, since we've been talking about Kobe. We start off with Kobe. Um, if you want to pull up some of the clips I got of uh, just the last, uh, I think it was a Pacers game, one of the Hawks games. That I just really enjoyed what what he's brought. Um, so this first one is kind of in transition here. So he's he's come up the floor and just just catches Javante Green, who's who's um, diving down the right side of the right side of the floor. He gets that little one eighty reverse dunk. I loved it. So I mean nothing nothing too crazy here, but just. Um, Transition, I think Kobe Kobe's decision-making and transition, I think, has improved um, since he's come back. It's, you know, he's, I just, think, he's um, just getting a little bit better at it. I think exactly. I, I, you know what's funny is, like, when we were talking about um, who we wanted to talk about today, um, and um, when you had brought up Kobe, this was one of the plays I thought about because – uh, if once he got the, the ball, I believe he, I don't, I don't remember if he rebounded it or got it from Pooch, but he was kind of like jogging it up. And then I think he noticed that they had an advantage. And then that's when he turned on the burners and he just got the ball up. And I think that's a part of playing with a guy like Lonzo that when you, you start to notice things like that, like, oh, wait, if I just what, you know, get it ahead. Like Javante has shown he can go finish that thing off, you know, and like that. I, I think this is a great clip though, man, because like I said, like a little bit earlier, like he was jogging it and then he looked up and said, Oh shoot, let me get it up. And just him noticing that there was an advantage, you know, that that is to me just a great step in his his uh his learning, you know, uh, yeah. on the job. And and it's contagious when yes, guys who play with Lonzo, they run hard in transition because they know Lonzo's gonna find him. And so if Kobe can establish that, uh, you know, he gets the ball and he's going to he's gonna just turn on the Jets in transition. The more he shows that he's going to find guys like Javante, the more the guys like Javante and Derek Jones and Troy Brown are going to 
just dash as fast as they can because they know Kobe's going to be looking for them. So it's a it's a contagious thing, and I you know our transition game has been one of the one of the keys to our offense uh, this year. Yeah. And our offense, oh, by the way, our offense is currently top five, mm-hmm. and our defense is top ten. So we're top ten in both categories. Even the last two weeks, we've been number one on offense and twenty fourth on defense <laughs> because of the lack of uh, Caruso and Lonzo. But our yes. offense is is holding it down for us right now. Uh, so here's another one. Uh, Kobe gets a little triple handoff or a little handoff from Tyler Cook here. Top key. By the way, they've had incredible chemistry in the two mm-hmm. games they played together. Yeah. Tyler yeah. Cook and, and Kobe have been really, really good. Um, so he just gets a little dribble handoff, and then Kobe does that little hesitation. Yep. Pulls it back, and then uh, Tyler Cook Tyler Cook does a little ghost screen, slips the screen. Kobe just pinpoints right through the legs of the two defenders for an open dunk. That Tyler Cook uh, finishes. So I just thought, just because they're worried, if you see a Cam Reddish is so worried about Kobe, because one of Kobe's great skills is his his speed from you know, downhill is yep. zero to hundred is so quick. He gets yeah. going so fast, and so Cam Reddish is so quick at that. And you saw in that hesitation dribble that he did the other um, in tonight's game, he's now using that. To his advantage, he knows, hey, they know I'm going to go quick. So I'm going to use that uh, to my advantage, pull back, and then he takes that little the little pick and roll with the ghost screen. Um, he slips that screen, and then it, it just gets the defenders on their heels. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, 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 Ferg, you're right. It does, does remind me of kind of Kobe and Vooch, that kind of chemistry that they've had. Tyler Cook has picked up really, really quickly. So I really like that that little play there. Um, just show quick decision making, and the, what opened it up for Kobe was that little kind of he he kind of uh, took a step in the lane, pulled it back, and then was was able to direct those two defenders, get the attention on him, which allowed Tyler Cook to get a roll to the basket for free. So yeah. just a great play, high percentage shot. And I truly hope that he's okay. Yeah, I hope so too. It, it took him out on a stretcher. I hope it's not like an Achilles or something, man. Right. Uh, that'd be yeah. Awful. I hope it's just a. I hope it's just an ankle sprain. But um, seriously, prayers, prayers up to, to Tyler Cook. He's been he's been awesome. Yeah. All right. Here's another one. Uh, Kobe's at the top of the key. Tyler Cook sets the screen, going left. Cam Reddish comes around, and here it goes again. Just catches the little. Oh my god. Little little uh, little bounce pass from him. Let's see here, and then he has a monster dunk. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! I know. So these are the more simple plays that he get, had against the Hawks, but mm-hmm. he's just so precise with it. And Tyler Cook knew exactly what to do; knew it was coming to him. When Vooch runs this play with with Kobe, he knows that Kobe's going to hit him in the right spot. Kobe's just gotten so much better at making these simple reads. Yeah. All right. So here's another one. He's going to do. Um, well, here's one with Vooch. Little empty, empty corner pick and roll, and uh, Vooch steps out to like you know seventeen foot baseline, and knocks 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 down the shot. I'm trying to think. Um, that, that play reminded, um, brought up a question for you. Um, so in the playoffs, and I think, and I I, I know early in the season we were kind of like. We were kind of like, uh, God, let's not, it's early, but like, I mean, come on, I mean, like, 
I mean, we've seen enough games to know that this team is probably a playoff team. Yeah, we're we're almost halfway through the season, um, and we're uh, we're first, and yeah, yeah, with half our guys. <laughs> um, I hope so. I mean, you know, knock on wood, but yeah, the, the, if they keep playing like they've been playing, it's going to be a playoff team. Um, so my question is, how many in the Eastern Conference, right? Um, how many bigs? Because I believe the Bulls are going to run a lot of this empty side stuff here. Um, how many bigs do you think can show here and then get back to this shot? Um, oh no, you know, because I mean, Capella obviously has had, had trouble, but yeah, uh, I Bam, I think Bam can do it for sure. Uh, Embiid, mm. if he's healthy, um, who else? I'm trying to think of other bigs in the East, maybe Claxton. Mm-hmm. Claxton's yeah. pretty good, yeah. Um, I don't think Millsap's fast enough. I don't think Brooke Lopez can do that. Um, I'm trying to think of other playoff teams. Who else is in the playoffs? <laughs> the Cavs? Hey, Mobley can. Shoot. Oh, yeah. Mobley is a boy. <laughs> and Mobley Allen. is something. I hope we don't. I don't. I do not want to face the Cavs. Yeah, the Cavs are a tough team, but it's a, it's a low number. It's a low number. I mean, it's yeah. it's you know the top four teams, five teams in the East. Yeah, um, like three of them. Giannis, oh guy. my gosh, they can play him. Uh, Giannis, the yeah, I mean Giannis can do everything. So I right, Giannis can do everything. Giannis, uh, the Bucks are the team. The Bucks and the and the Heat are the two teams I really really worry about playing mm-hmm. uh, in in the playoffs. And I hope yeah. we avoid both of them. I hope Seriously. they play each other. Yeah, and one of them gets nice. knocked out. Um, I'm not, be, just because of the those. Giannis, the Giannis Bam Jimmy problems. Um, yes, it's it's a lot. So, anyways, um, all right. So here's another play from Kobe. Comes up the right side of the floor, does a little uh, dribble handoff with Io to Vooch, back to Kobe. Now this Kobe, mm. Kobe. So Kobe's been doing this a lot better because, as you mentioned, you mentioned tonight, Kobe of the past would get into the lane, and he would immediately try and take this layup, and he'd get it blocked all the time. Like, he probably led the league in getting his layups blocked the first two years. But this time, he, he's he been getting into the getting into the paint under the basket, and he kind of probes. He's been probing a lot more of the defense. He does a little kind of Steve Nash thing um, where he just gets right into the basket. And this time, he takes his time, does a little Euro step, Gives him just just that extra half second for Javante Green to make the cut for a dunk. So I, that's just I know when people are watching this that they're not really seeing. I don't think people really see that incremental improvement. Yeah. But I know you and I have been watching this and kind of breaking down this film. That's that's growth from Kobe. Kobe mm-hmm. was not doing that a year ago, or at least not with any consistency. And now it seems like every game he's he's throwing a little dime like that, or when he gets into the paint. He's taking his time. The game has slowed down for him as a playmaker, and he's able to make those reads and watch people cut and time it a lot better than, than he has in the past. So I don't know about you, but it's, it's been really impressive to me. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I don't know if you could, could, could uh, you know, feel the energy early in, you know, earlier in the show talking about Kobe, but um, I, ju- I, just, <laughs> I just love the fact of him um, just – I feel like he's finally understanding what his 
uh, go-to skill is in this league now. Like, I feel like he was doing a bunch of different things, but now I feel like he understands, especially on this team, where he doesn't have to be the, the lead ball handler. He can he can flip that ball to Zach or flip that ball to DeMar and get to a wing or get to a corner, and he'll be, in, uh, he'll be put in situations where he can use that speed to create havoc. And, and, and teams are going to have to come and show to help on a layup because, I mean, with his speed, he's able to rip and get by guys. Um, he's not going to get short closeouts. He's always going to get aggressive closeouts because he's that type of shooter. So he's always going to be able to get by guys. And um, he now has taken that next step, which you just talked about in making the right read, whether it's a drop off or I think on this next clip is the one clip that I love um, against Atlanta. Um, this, this is also, this was the very first um, <clears throat> pass where I was like, okay, okay. He, he's seeing the floor and he understands what he needs yeah. to do. Yeah. By the way, this is not, this is not alcoholic. It's root beer. Henry Weinhardt's. <laughs> Have you ever had Henry Weinhardt's root beer? It's phenomenal stuff. I have actually not. It's good. It's good. I saw your mayo chop at the store today. You see my text? No, I didn't. I, I'm due. I've been on my laptop. My wife. Listen, she's listen, let me life. tell you something. I got to tell you this. This, this is your fault. First of all, this is your fault. Here's what they had at the store today. They had buffalo and ranch. They called it Buffer Ranch. Mm, okay. They had mayo chup, which is mayonnaise and ketchup. They had cranch, which I don't even know what it is. Cranch. What is this? What is even in this? I got to figure it out. And then they have honey racha. <laughs> honey racha. My wife would probably like, like that. Sir, sriracha and honey mustard, I think. Wow. I got to show you this one. Heinz Cranch. I don't know what that is, but I blame <laughs> you for it. Ridiculous stuff. All right next to each other at the supermarket today. Hey, man. I had a mayo chip, uh, I had mayo chip on my burger today. So, you know, shout out mayo chip. Shout out Heinz. Um, <clears throat> yeah, man. Uh, but uh, so... I think there's a question. Uh, isn't Kobe like three years removed from high school? Um, so what was it? 2000, 2018 was the draft or 2000. I can't remember. 2018. 19. 19. 2019. 2021. Maybe four. Let's see. Uh, Wendell was 18, 2018. I think Kobe was 2019. Okay. Pat was 2020. Okay. Yeah. So, no, I think maybe one more year. Yeah, I think it might be four. Yeah. But still, though, I mean, if you go look at his games, yeah, I think uh, 69 games was his highest. And then it was 65 games his second year. And then last season. Um, so, yeah, he's still working on trying to uh, play, uh, get a full season. And, you know, <laughs> so, yeah. He's got time. He's got time. Yeah. And um, if he keeps going the way he's going right now, he's going to be a really useful part of our team. So, all right, let's get to this next clip here. We got uh, Tyler Cook, the little dribble handoff to Kobe. Comes off the screen. Oh, I love this. Screen's left. Kobe, look at – I love this pass. This yeah. pass made me say, whoa, in real life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he made this. So he comes off this pass. He dives, he goes right under the basket, and right as he's going under the basket, looks like he's about to take a layup. 
he kind of like takes a step like he's going to rise and he throws a left-handed just sidewinder to the left corner where Matt Thomas is. Matt Thomas gets the hard closeout, takes a step forward and makes that little pull-up jumper. Wish he would have made some of those tonight. Hey, you know what? <laughs> it's easier to talk about it in OW. You're right, brother. You're totally right. What are you talking about? <laughs> but look at this. You slowed this play down with Kobe. I love this play. Like, he did not make that read. Look at this. Because I thought he was going Troy Brown Jr. in the corner here. Yeah. And, and so did the defender. <laughs> yep. Reading him. It's good stuff, man. But that's a hard pass to make. And he... Yep. He hit him right in the shooting pocket. And didn't he have sur- he has surgery on his left shoulder, right? On his left shoulder. He threw that with his left arm. Yeah, that's that's something, man. That's something. I man. love that's that pass. Girl. Anyways, that pass was like I've never seen Kobe make that pass before. It's but Kobe Kobe gross. looks like he's made that pass a thousand times. Seriously, that's growth, man. That's what you want to see. Yeah. All right, I think I got one or two more here. Okay, Kobe catches it. Oh my god! There it goes. <laughs> there it goes. He's his decision making at the rim and in the paint has been so much better. So he oh he, he catches he catches the ball on the right wing. He kind of takes advantage of a closeout. He dives in, draws two defenders, comes right around, comes Oops. around Capella to hit. Um, comes right around Capella to hit. Tyler Cook for an, a wide open dunk. I mean, a little quick drop off pass. Mm. Anyways, that was good stuff. Yes. All right. The last play was against the Pacers. Another one. Kobe gets all the way into the paint, draws three guys, turns around, throws a pass out to Vooch. Splash. My Vooch goodness. is wide open. Not left swing. So these these are passes he was not making last year. Let me ask you this. Do you think Skylar Mays is a rotational player in the NBA? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> to be because honest, re- I don't know who Skylar Mays was before this week. <laughs> the, re- the reason why I say is because, like, th- those are the type of caliber players. I mean, Skylar Mays is probably a ninth, tenth sure. guy. Yeah. But, like, those are that's the kind of level – uh, caliber player that he's going to be going against, maybe a little bit higher, depending on you know, what, you know, what some coach wants to put a good defender on him um, in the second unit. But like those are the type of players he's going to be going against. So just seeing him attack off the dribble I'm, and that, that that's that's good stuff, man. I mean, I'm just as excited to see Kobe when we're full strength. Now he's got his rhythm. He's feeling himself. He knows what he needs to do. Um, this team full strength. I, I can't wait. I really can't. Yeah. Oh, well, it's good. I mean, I, I've been impressed with Kobe. As I said, I think he's further along than I thought he was, than I thought he would be at this point in the season, uh, you know, which is a credit to him. Yeah. Credit to him and the Bulls. And, and you know, I've been impressed that Billy and, and now um, Chris Fleming have put him in positions to play through his mistakes and he's found success and he's, found it kind of a niche so far in, in the team. So it's been really yeah. good. So I want to transition to a person who I think a lot of people think is in competition with Kobe for a spot. Mm-hmm. And that's Io DeSunmu. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about his finishing. I could not find this quote, but there was a, there was a, 
a post game or some sort of media session mm-hmm. where Io was talking about how he'd been watching Zach and the way Zach, um, the way Zach makes layups, like his form on layups. If you because if you watch Zach Levine, I had a clip. I, I I sent out a clip of this early on in the season, but basically, when Zach Levine makes a layup or goes for a layup, he gets a lot of elevation on his jump. So he gets yeah. high. He gets a and he 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 puts his arm out really far, and he throws it real high. He gets it real high off the glass, and it makes it really really difficult for even the tallest guys to block his shot. It, he rarely gets his shot blocked um, because of that form. And if Io, if you remember, early on in the season, was looking like Kobe of last year, just getting everything at the rim was getting blocked or stopped. Right? It just. He, he he didn't have, I don't know he, he didn't have that 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 form down or the speed of the game. You know he hadn't caught up to the speed of the game yet or something like that. So, but I I remember him making a comment specifically about Zach Levine's form and how he wanted to emulate that form. And basically, since the beginning of the season to now, his rim finishing has gone up uh, pretty consistently. You know, every every couple of weeks, every every couple of games. So. I know I asked you to, to look at some clips, uh, see if you could find any clips of, of some of his rim finishing. Now he's had a bunch of you know runouts where he gets a in an easy layup and transition, but I I thought his his work off the glass has been really really good this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. Have you thought the same? Yeah, no, I have, man. I, just from these clips, um, I think I got because I you know I thought about in my head as a as a. Yeah, obviously in my head, but uh, I thought I thought that uh, I know how we can get with clips, right? We 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 can spend a lot of time on just one clip, you know. So yeah. I got I think I got about three clips uh, of Io um, finishing because I I know that we can really go <laughs> we can go long. So I knew we wanted to get to a couple other. People. That's right. This hoops so, up dark, um, baby. We're here. So uh, yeah, no, I. I got a clip, uh, well, three, I should say. Um, and I, what I what I like, um, what I've seen and from watching um, IO is there are a couple of things. And, and something I noticed as well, like you said about the, uh, was Zach Levine? Um, because honestly, I don't remember him saying that. I got to look and find that. Um, that's really cool. But like you said, like I said, really uh, throwing the ball off the glass pretty high, getting getting that ball high off the glass and using his wingspan. A lot a lot of people like alligator arm their lips, you know, they just, you know, quick layup. But like if you if you have the wingspan uh, that that Io has, it's really good to to one throw off timing of a shot blocker with your footwork or doing something that is um, you know, for instance, if I'm if I'm a shot blocker, if I'm if I'm Rudy Gobert and I like to time your feet. A lot of times, like really good shot blockers, they don't look at they don't look at the ball, they don't they don't look at the you know the upper body. They look at your feet because they can time when they have to jump by looking at your feet. So if you look at guys like Kyrie Irving, is really really known for it, is like wrong foot layups or same foot layups, where it's like you know if a shot blocker is looking, he's gonna say, okay, that's his right foot. He's gonna I'm waiting for that left foot. Next thing you know, they're up. Like it's too late. You know, you're like, oh shoot, like he got me. Um, and, and sometimes what some some players will do is like they'll they'll instead of looking at the basket, which will 
key. It's a key to, for a shot blocker. They'll look in, look at the ground, and then they'll look back up. They're just throwing up, finding different ways to, to throw off timing of shot blockers. And I thought that I saw some things of Io. Um, like, for instance, this one where he does a really good job. Um, he's got the ball in the right kind of slot area right between the top of the key and the wing here. Um, and he does a good job of really crossing that ball over and beating bogey off the dribble, Bogdanovich from the Hawks. Um, and what I want to uh, take a look at here is when he gets into the paint, right? So you look at his feet, he gets up, and if you look at the extension, right, that, that's something that he's been doing really well too is getting that extension, again, where that ball landed off the glass here. Just take a look at where that ball goes off the glass. Look at look how high that ball is. It's amazing um, that you picked this yeah. clip. This is the exact clip I was thinking of. Oh, uh, hey. When 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 we were talking about what we wanted to talk about here, mm-hmm. this clip, because I I love you. Look at how high it is off glass. It's at the top of that square. <laughs> yeah. It, it, in the, earlier in the season, he probably throwing the ball off about right here, right in the middle of the glass, and then it, like I don't want to go off on a super tangent, but I have a cousin, uh, Mario Golden. He uh, got a, a tryout uh, for the Phoenix Suns back when Steve Nash, Steve Nash, Joe Johnson, Quentin Richardson, Stephen Hunter, that th- those Phoenix Suns. And um, he didn't make it, but he was competing for the backup position. Um, com- he was competing with Jeff McGinnis. Um, and he, w- I, to this day, I remember I was t- asking the question, you know, you know me, we're, we're the same. Like, I want to know, like, cool stories like what was it like you know what i mean and he was telling me like from college when he played you know and when he played in high school he was so used to being able to beat guys at the three-point line and you could do whatever he wanted at the glass you know even if a guy was at the free line it didn't matter if he was that athletic where he can just you know get to the rim and finish well he was telling me that he ended up playing um he, he he was ahead in the competition so he ended up getting second team looks so it was first team versus second team, obviously. And, and Stephen Hunter was the center on the starting squad. And he said that he had beat – I can't remember who it was he said. I can't remember who, who it was he said. But he had beat somebody off the dribble. And he had looked back real quick to see – and Stephen Hunter was at the free throw line at the elbow. He put the ball off the glass. Stephen Hunter wiped it off the glass. And he was like, that is when I knew that this was a different level. Like the fact that a guy <laughs> can be at the free throw line and I'm literally at the basket can still get to my layup. Like that, he and, and that's the thing. It's like with Io, I know that was something like at the, I believe at the beginning of the year, I believe it was against the Celtics when he had hit some big time threes. I said like that's the biggest thing for Io is the, the shooting. If he can if he can get to 35 percent 30 somewhere around there somewhere around there in that number that'll be great for him because then he'll start getting those hard, aggressive closeouts right now guys can kind of short close out and not have to worry too much um and that makes it a little bit harder for him to attack off the dribble and use his speed that he has um there's different type of dribble combinations you can do to kind of help with short closeouts but if you haven't had that type of training um that stuff you got to kind of work on in the summer uh, once you figure out what te- how teams are going to play you um, and so right now, if he's going to get short closeouts, he's got to work on the shot. The finishing is something I always said. It's like 
if you play against better competition, you go to different open gyms and it's dudes that play D1, D2, first couple, maybe a week or two, you're like, man, I can't get to the rim like I used to. Or if you get to the rim, ah, man, I beat my stuff with gloves. After a while, you're going to start picking up on, okay, I know, you know, the, the different types of athleticism guys have, guys have. You you know, when to pick a battle. Uh, if, if, if a dude's 6'10 with a long wingspan, he might block it. So let me kind of probe it. But if it's a guy that's six four, that's athletic. But if I kind of kind of get the ball up quick, or if I get it high off the glass, I'll be able to finish it high. So like being just just playing at this level and getting used to the different types of athletes on the floor, your finishing is going to get better. I mean, Io was a pretty good finisher in college. So like it's just about getting used to the different athleticism in the league and then adding some things to your bag. Like like you said about him talking to Zach and adding that to his bag and and. There you go. He's starting starting to get the ball high off the glass. But again, for him to really be able to to even sniff ever being a starter, he has to get a three ball or get a consistent, like get a respectable number there somehow. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, the finishing. No, you're right, man. Like I, I'm, I'm actually glad you you were like let's let's talk about Iowa's finishing because that is something that was very noticeable, especially when that 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 tweet came out about what he is at the rim. And I mean, I think right now is at what sixty-two percent. I don't know about you about uh, after tonight, but sixty-two percent at the rim. League average is fifty-seven point eight percent. So I mean, he's he's doing his thing, man, at the rim. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hey, he's also shooting forty percent from three. Hey. Well, well tonight one point six. Yeah. Well. <laughs> no, but no, no, you're right. I ain't worried about that. I, yeah. I honestly, honestly, it's like. It's just more consistency. Like, yeah, he's 40%, but it's on a lower – just like in college. His, he, he shot pretty well in college, but he only, I think, I don't know, all the year, I think only had 85 attempts. So it's like he's got to get him up. Yeah. So as long as he's getting him up, you know, that that's the that's the good thing. Um, let's see, next one. Okay, let me see this. Let me see my here. All right, so Io is going to get – what was this? Uh, coming up, so we get a – I don't like a double drag, double ball screen here. It's gonna get uh, Tyler Cook's gonna roll. He's gonna roll hard, which is gonna make Miles Turner have to worry about the roll. It gives him more space to work. Duarte is still behind the player, um, but that, that. Oh wait, let me go. That's exactly what I want to talk about here. So yeah. if you just watch Io's face, like he looks at the floor for a second, and like again, little stuff like that throws off a, a shot blocker's time. Or like why? Why is this dude looking at the floor? You know, look, boom, and then he, then he explodes. And by that time, it's too late for Miles Turner. Right? He's, and also again, the extension. My IO six four with a six ten wingspan, so he, he, his hand extends pretty well. Boom. Even that one, like it's still a little bit inside the the, the, the square, but it was a, just at the corner, which is fine. You know, obviously you want it a little bit higher, but that high is fine. Um, let me see if I can get it right. Yeah, so about right there. That's 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 still good. That's still good. Yeah. Um, high of glass. And once again, as you can see, getting into his right hand is what he wants to go. He wants to get to his right hand. Um, once again, that's his favorite little crossover right here. Denzel. <laughs> oh my! You know what? I did? <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, no. Here he set him up with the crossover again. Bees Denzel. And then oh here we gosh. go. Look where he takes off from. That's other thing too. You can you can change your launch points, right? So the last couple of clips he was taking off a little bit a little bit later. Look like he's he's gathering almost by the the dot here. 
-hmm. the dot extension away, right? So when you when you do that, you can kind of shield. Oh, my bad. You kind of when you when you jump from that far, you can still kind of shield off the defender, and then you don't have to extend as much. As long as you can shield off that defender to take away their wingspan from blocking your shot, you'll be okay. Let me see if I can uh, get it right at the, the spot. There we go. Boom. So, oh, I had it. Right. So he's got a shoulder in here. There's no, and he has, you can tell he has a little smaller wingspan. I think this is Dean Wade. But mm -hmm. he gets into his chest here, and he doesn't have to extend that that much. You know, he gets when his, his, get into his chest. He, he's not going to be able to get over here and get to the ball. But if you, as long as you keep that shoulder in your chest and you extend that ball, you're all good. And it's just that it's that type of stuff too. And again, like NBA teams are gonna, gonna they're gonna scout, they're gonna see, okay, he likes to drive right. He wants to get to his right hand. Um, but as long as he can keep those little tricks in his in his bag where keeping the shoulder in the defender's chest, changing your launch point, uh, extension, getting the ball high off the glass, um, different types of things to throw off the timing of the shot blocker, all those things are, they're gonna come with time. Um, and again, that same thing with Kobe, same thing with every rookie. When you come in, like, I mean, unless you're LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Shaq, the, the great of the greats, like when you come in, you just dominate right away. It's different. But if you're, you're a rookie coming in, maybe you're not top lotto, maybe you're mid lotto, a little bit at, at, at towards the end. You come in, you see how teams are going to play you. You go into the next summer, you have film, and now you can work on the things that, that, that can make you a better player in the next season. Totally agree. And for Io, he's a rookie. Like the the I'm so impressed at the way that he has improved and slowed the game down for himself. And you mentioned the three ball, right? And we we thought, hey, he's gonna have to be able to shoot from that corner pretty consistently if he wants to get minutes, and he's gonna have to be a good defender. Now he's done both of those things. He's not taking high volume yeah. three, but he's added those layups to his game. And that's allowed him to kind of get into a rhythm and, and get some easy points. And also, I mean, I think it was um, who mentioned, oh, yeah, MG Blazer mentioned that one you showed. We were up 98, 92 on the Hawks. Yeah. And he had that first, that first really nice um, layup off the glass. I mean, that was in a, a crunch time moment, key moment in the game. He's had a few of those where he's had really timely buckets. And so if he can add that to his game with consistency, which he has so far done. Uh, yeah. early in the season that's going to help him develop further and keep his spot on the floor yeah no he that's one thing about io that you gotta love is that dude is a gamer he's not afraid of the moment i mean i, I we're <laughs> watching the hawks game he scores a layup <clears throat> and instead of going you know maybe to free throw line or something he's right at the baseline waiting for trade across the baseline so he could he just want he want he Whatever you ask of him, he's going to try to do it to the best of his ability. Yeah. And that's what I love about the dude, man. So uh, one thing I'll say is that he, both he and Kobe have a resilience to them. Yes. Uh, their, their mentality, they're, they're just their next play kind of guys. And it's something that they've has served them very, very well so far. Um, because, you know, you're going to have a lot of ups and downs. And someone like Kobe, who's just kind of been thrown all over the place early on in his career, that resiliency has been a really, really big help to him and, you know, allowed him to bounce back from a lot of these things. Let's see. Um, all right. You want to talk about some Tor Brown Jr. And then we'll talk about this game winner last night. Sounds good to me, man. All right. Let's see. 
get to. All right. Oh, love it. Here we go. All right, ready. So you want to full screen this baby? Okay, so Troy Brown Jr. This first of all, <laughs> I just want to say, watch Vucevic in this entire clip. <laughs> oh yes, I remember this play. I remember this. I remember this. I think th I think they had ran a play or they had something else going on. Vooch is like, Vooch keeps expecting Troy. Here's another IO layup. Um, but it, it looks like Troy was going to hand it to Vooch. Vooch is like, hey. Hey, 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 he has his hands up the whole time. Are you going to give me the ball at some point? Like, what's going on here? But Troy gets that little – he just kind of bides his time here on the perimeter, watches uh, watches Trey Young kind of stunt towards him, sees that Io's cutting, doing a little back cut. Troy just has a really, really good pass. He's, he has good processing speed. And he has pinpoint passes, and it's an easy layup early in the game here. So, but I just I was cackling looking at Vooch this whole play. And you see what? Just keep watching Vooch. He's like, oh, all right, whatever. Even I guess TBJ is like, what, bro? <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just like, what? I got the ball. I got I, it. I got this. I got Don't this. Worry. See, I told you. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, oh man, good stuff. So here's another one. Troy Brown Jr. Yeah, comes up here. Oh my! I love. Ooh. Ooh, I love this. I love that this play. That was nice. But Troy does it. Look, no look pass. Just a little shovel pass. No look pass to um, uh, is Tyler Cook. Just kind of takes advantage of the confusion because it was almost a turnover. Half half the Hawks were starting to run into transition, but Troy gets it drives towards the rim and you think he's he's looking right at i think it was kobe or someone in the other corner who's in this other corner here i think Let's it was see. io yeah oh io so io is right at the basket and so um there's i'm sorry about there's so many guys in the hawks that are on 10 days i i couldn't tell you all of them but 45s i think it's cameron Hill, oliver this is cameron oliver cameron sean oliver. brown malcolm hill okay there's Trey, right, and so, i think lance so, so it's shawnee brown and oliver um, both look kind of look towards Io, and that little half second where Troy's looking right at Io, that's a nice pass. My Not goodness. a lot of guys can make that pass. Not with that kind of precision. So I just I just thought that was a really really nice pass, yeah. Troy. Uh, he just does a lot of little things. He's you know he's spending 15 minutes on the floor, but he's making a lot of passes. So here he comes. He uh, pokes uh. it out of pokes it from. Uh, Cam Reddish, but it, now there's a replay. I didn't get the replay, but this pass—he's just a little push. He pushes yeah. like a volleyball. He he like like sets it like a volleyball. Yeah, boom. And that just the fact that he didn't take time to grab the ball and then pass it like he just a little push pass. He just Great flicks feel. it with his hand, and that timing allowed Kobe um, just enough time to. To get around and get get a basket over Mays. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I thought that was really good too. Like, just you could just tell that Troy gets it. Yeah. In playmaking, he just he knows what to do and he knows how to take advantage of those little moments. Yeah. So here's another one. Troy Brown Jr. I think gets it away from. Uh, oh yeah, here we go. This isn't. Look at this. All right, so uh, Trey tries to lob it into Capella. Oh. Vooch Vooch taps it out. Troy gets it, and now pause it right as Troy gets this ball. 
Okay. You could. So Vooch and... taps it. Boom. He catches it. Io's already on the way. He is backwards. He throws it behind his head. <laughs> Pinpoint right in front of Io in stride for a free Io dunk. I think he I think he just lays it up actually, but let's see. Oh my goodness. He, no, he does dunk it. But just the processing speed is is really, really good. Also, real quick to go along with this clip on the opposite side, can we just take a look at Kobe? Right. So obviously it's gonna be a tough pass because Vooch is here anyway. But like first of mm -hmm. all, Vooch doing a good job, but Kobe being where he's supposed to be. And yes. The, like this is like when I was tweeting like, oh, Kobe's doing a good job being a low man. Like he, this is not one thing. He was doing this the whole game. When he was in the, as the low man, he was always making that rotation and being there. And I just thought like, like little stuff like that lets me know that Kobe's here. He's mentally, he's in the game. He, he's not worried about the shoulder. He's not worried about missing shots. He's not worried about the next play. He's in the play and he's play, He's just playing hard, man. And I, I just need, I just love that, man. I love yep. it. He held it long enough to where Vooch could get it. I love it. Just good stuff. Yeah, 100%. And there's Kobe's actually done a really good job as low man. I've noticed that. And I've got a couple clips from Pacers game on that, actually. Uh, okay, so here we go. Another one. Trey Young is making a out-of-bounds pass. Troy gets it. And just, you know, I mean, that one's not that impressive, but I just, it's always fun to see Trey turn it over. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. And there's another one for for McClung. Matt McClung's first bucket. Some people on that, just, on that dislike second McClung. I don't care enough about it. But yeah, exactly. Me either. Anyways, but but Troy's just doing doing the little things here. Yeah. I just those first three clips I thought were just so impressive of of what what he's been doing. Um, so yeah, and his defense has been really good. His yeah. His on-ball defense is really good. His off-ball defense has been hit and miss, I would say. Yeah. Um, I have to go back and look, but I think it—I think it's gotten better. Although it's a little harder to tell because we've got like half of our best defenders out right now, mm -hmm. uh, or all of our best defenders are out right now. But um, but Troy's been holding it down, and he's he's making good passes, making good decisions. I think he got like four minutes on the Pacers game. He took one mid-range shot, and then he never played again. <laughs> the rest of the game, he missed the mid-ranger, uh, which you know wasn't a it wasn't a terrible shot. It's just it was right. an open jumper, and he missed it. But but when he when he gets time on the floor, he's produced. He's produced. So yeah, I've been pretty no, impressed with him. No doubt about that, man. I like dudes, the guys that have came in, and, and I'll be honest, man. I'm just not the biggest Matt Thomas guy. I'm just not like tonight. When his shots not falling, they literally why is, why is he were, out there? They were going at him on the other side. Yeah, like yeah, they were. They were whenever Matt Thomas was on the floor, that was who they were attacking. And for the most part, good things happened. And I, he's got to if he's gonna be out. And I don't mean this in any way, but like if he's gonna be out there, he has to make his open looks. There was a play. Uh, he, he shot it. He missed it. We got a rebound. We kick it back to him, and he and he was open, and he missed it again. I'm like, dude, if you if you're gonna be a dead eye shooter, you gotta be dead eye, man. You gotta knock these down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hey, and he, he's trying on defense. He just doesn't. He's just not. 
Yeah. <laughs> he's, just not, <laughs> he's, he's just not there. Right. Um, he's trying. Like you can tell he's, he's working mm-hmm. as hard as he can on defense. Uh, yeah. So like nothing, nothing against him, but teams were attacking him and because of his size and his lack of speed, uh, he's just, he was getting, you know, he's getting uh, attacked. So yeah, I, I agree, which is why I thought they should have kept Stanley Johnson in the first place. And why I was surprised they cut Alice Johnson instead of him. Um, but he, he made a few shots against the Pacers. Yeah. So as long as we're winning, I don't care that much. <laughs> no, I, but, I, I agree. But I think by the trade deadline, I think that has to change. I think I think that spot's got to be used um, in another way. But that's just my opinion on it. I think that once once that time comes around, I think team. I think the Bulls have gotten to that point where people that are going to be players are going to be bought out. They're they're going to want to be a part of this. Yeah, they're going to look um, for the Bulls. So. Come on down, baby. Right. Come on down. What you got? Come on down. About, about freaking time that the third largest, you know, market in the entire NBA uh, is attracting free agents. Yeah. <laughs> about freaking time. All you right, know what I want to hear from? Yeah. I want to hear from AK, man. I, I, want, I want him to – you know how, like, he was – I feel like he was a little bit more uh, talkative last season, uh, if, if, you know. If you will, but I would love to have him like have a press conference. I just want to hear. I want to hear him talk about his team. You, you want I, to do I don't that, know. You want to do that walkout like the <laughs> you walk out, like, <laughs> Vince McMahon? Yeah. Oh like, man, just you. You like you like what you see, right? You like you like that? Who is that? Just Who is talk that, that talk. Kurt is a who's a football player? I was like, you like that? You like oh. That? Uh, um, cousins, uh, cousins, there it is. Kirk Cousins, Kirk cousins. Kirk cousins. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. that should just be that. Should, that should be uh, AK's walking out. That's his first statement. You like you that? Didn't, you didn't like the DeMar signing? How about now? How about now? Yeah, uh, so if we go to um, my last set of clips here, yep, I think you got them up already. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. All right, so here is crunch time. Let's see. I can't tell what what time is left in the game here. Uh, minute and fifty. I think. Oh yes, here we go. This is the. Is this the game saving play here? Oh no no. So watch Kobe on this play. Let me start over. Because we were getting absolutely destroyed on the boards last night. This Kobe right here. Here we go. Box. He, tr- he tries to box out. Demontis. Go back. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. just, and he doesn't he doesn't box him out, but he just gets in his way just yep. enough to tap that ball out of his hand. Yep. Which would have been an uh, you know a layup or he would have gotten fouled or something. So I thought I, I just thought that little thing was important. Can, can I say something that's super goofy? Um yes, sir. when I when when I saw this game, because I was at work when this game was going on. Um when I saw this game and I saw that Zach had a tough, tough game. I looked at his leg. I'm like, that's it. <laughs> he doesn't have my, a sleeve. My, my boy don't have his sleeves on. He was out there feeling different. That like, and then tonight got his sleeves back on. 35. You know, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just speaking. That's all. I'm just saying. <laughs> Maybe there's something to it. Maybe there's something to it. <laughs> um, let's see. Oof. Oh, okay. This is when Zach gets like hammered down low like four times. Doesn't get it. And then DeMar ends up making this shot. Mm. Now watch Zach and watch Io. Zach starts chirping at the refs. 
And now it says, hey, 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 get back on defense. <laughs> I love that, man. I love that a rookie has that, except, you know, like usually rookies like, oh, that ain't my problem. Yeah. But like he's like, no, he, Zach, let's go. Let's go. Now he does this twice. Now, Oof. now watch this play. So this is the this is the game winning play be, right before Demar hits his shot. So go if you go back to it, it, it yep. starts all of a sudden because the camera was unfortunately not where it's supposed to be. Okay, so stop it. See, first of all, Demar tips that inbounds play. That's why Karis Avert didn't get a lob dunk right there. Mm. So Demar had this game saving basket or game game saving tip. If, if you can, I don't know if you can just go back like to 22 seconds or just just a little bit before you can see that oh, Demar get, taps this ball. He's jumping right now. Can you? Yeah. Ah! Oh. <laughs> yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me go back here. Here. Go. Here we go. Now watch. Just watch Demar tips this. So, and then I think I think uh, Io tips it off the glass right after that. Oh, so yep. that's Demar hitting that ball. Demar hits that ball. So Karis, who would have had a dunk, doesn't get it. Watch Kobe now. Watch Kobe, who's right here at the. Kobe gets that rebound, dives on the floor, gets it to Demar. That saved the game right there, and and allows for this ridiculous shot, just an absolutely ridiculous shot Ugh. that wins in the game. Dude, and I, I said on Twitter is the worst shot I've ever seen in my life. I was joking. Some some person's like, really? Is like the literally the worst shot you shut up, dude? Just like, let me just speak. All right, I just said it was crazy, ridiculous shot that somehow went in, and then he did it again tonight. But but yeah, Kobe Kobe White just preventing preventing those rebounds was really important. Um, I think there was one more play. What did I? Maybe I didn't give it to you. It was a play when the ball. It was a play right before that. So they had like 0.7 seconds. That's when uh -huh. they threw that lob. They had 0.7 seconds. The reason they had 0.7 seconds was Demar had actually uh, in an intercepted a pass, and it started going out of bounds, and he threw it off Tory Craig's leg. And the refs oh. called it the other way. They said it was Pacers ball, even though it went off Torrey Craig's leg. And Demar, who already had a tech for arguing with the refs, immediately starts to go to the refs' face. And Io gets stomped, gets right in front of him, turns him around, pushes him the other way. And so both Zach and Demar in crunch time um, were were deflected or dissuaded by Io uh, from getting techs and you know get back into the play. Uh, kind of stuff, and it ended up, I think, being really, really crucial to them winning that game. So, anyways, just little stuff that you don't expect from rookies. I think, uh, but I thought Kobe and Iowa both did a really good job there of, of saving that game. That, that to me is like when you see stuff like that from a rookie. That that also shows like the type of atmosphere that the team has. That that a rookie feels comfortable enough to to step into a veterans. I mean, Demar Derozan, four time All Star, gold medalist. You know, just big, big name, you know, in the league. And he has he has the confidence to be like, hey, let me go talk to big bro and tell him to, hey, man, let's go. We got to we got to stay locked in. You know, um, that says a lot about the team that the guys are they feel comfortable to do that, because, you know, there are certain teams where it's like 
rookie, stay out of my way, or a rookie, you, you're a rookie. You know, like the fact that those guys, it just, I mean, you can see it every time dudes hit big time shots. Like this team loves to play with this team, you know? So, yeah. uh, the, and I thought it was funny. I don't know if you noticed it, but the fact that Jordan Bell was just like, it's like he just got with the team. And he's like, I don't know. It was hilarious. He, was hype. he got the yeah. game ball. Both He like caught the ball and was like trying to give it to DeMar tonight. Yeah. Like, hey, bro, this is your game ball. Like, yeah. Uh, it's, it's pretty funny. Hey, shout out to Jordan Bell. I hope he, I hope he gets some minutes here. You should get yeah. some minutes on Monday. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. And it'd be nice to have Lonzo Ball back. Yep. Monday, right? Lonzo Ball Tomorrow? back. Yeah. Oh, and Monday, not, not Sunday. On Monday. Yeah. I hope they don't play. I wonder if they ever played back to back to back games, mm, like three in not. a row. I hope not. Yeah. I can't believe, man, uh, that they, I mean, I guess I can, but like the fact that they're winning these ball games without their engines on the defensive side of the ball and, and, and a guy like Lonzo that helps get, get things going in transition, the, the man, that, that's, that says a lot about this team, man. It makes me giddy. Yeah. Well, I think, I think we've always, all we've always known that this team has an incredible amount of firepower, of mm-hmm. star firepower. But what we didn't want them to do was get into shootouts with with uh, with other teams mm-hmm. because you know we were worried more about the defense and and it's just shootouts are just not usually a good idea. Mm-hmm. And obviously the last two games haven't worked out very well. It just happened to have Demar hitting ridiculous. And we should have lost both of those games. Like there's no way we should have won either of those games. Um, we got outplayed the entire game by the other team. Um, but they just kept fighting. And I mean, the defense wasn't good. I mean, I, I think the Pacers game, that one bothered me a lot because I just felt like there wasn't a lot of effort by the mm-hmm. Stars. It just felt like it was lack of effort. That was the reason that they weren't crushing them because they should have been up 20 mm-hmm. for most of that game. Um, I thought the I thought the role players played really hard, but I didn't think the Stars did. And maybe it's just because it wasn't going their way with shots and stuff. But you're right, like, it shows a lot about this team that they're still pulling out those W's, even when they have a, a tough night, even when they're missing their best defenders. As I mentioned, last couple of weeks, they've been one of the worst defensive teams in the NBA, but their offense has been number one. Yeah. So they realize like, we don't we don't have it defensively right now. So we're just going to have to lean on our our guys to get buckets, and they've they that's, have got buckets. That's a luxury, man. That's a luxury where yeah. your defense – it's just not up to snuff, and so you you got to be like, hey, you know what? Hey, Zach, go get us a bucket. Hey, Demar, go get us a bucket. <laughs> Vooch, come on, baby, go get us a bucket. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, just the fact of like, if you want, if you look at tonight, and even with 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 Trey on the Hawks, if you have one player that can consistently, you know, get downhill and get teams in a rotation. You can still you can still do some things, and I mean, Amen. yeah, Trey Trey Young and any four of anyone watching this, including me and you, <laughs> could probably could probably have a decent offensive rating in the NBA. I mean, you, me, me, and you just spotting up for three with Trey Young breaking down defense and kicking out, probably not a bad offense. I'm just saying, <laughs> Trey Young is that good. Yeah, he's that um, good, man. He's that good. But you're right. But you're right. Brad Bill, what are you? 17 assists tonight. Something like that. I think he, yeah, sixteen or seventeen, he ended up with, which is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see what he had. Yeah, I think he had. I think he had seventeen. 
17, 27 yeah. and 17. Yeah. Crazy. Hey, Daniel Gafford went nine of 10. I think they're all dunks. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Like people were like, Oh, Gafford. Da, da, da. It's like, dude, they're not running plays for Gafford. They're like, Gafford is getting points on broken plays. Like, so and like commend him. I commend him. Like, you know, but like, I'm not about to get all giddy over, you know, an air two, ball two, coming right to him or something. Yeah. But, well, two, two of his dunks uh, came off of one where Tyler Cook was injured. Mm-hmm. He got injured, and so Daniel Gafford had a free dunk. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was Derek Jones Jr. got kicked in the face by Gafford. Yep. And then Gafford stood up and, and dunked it again. Hey, I mean, hey, Gafford's having a great time, and I think he's a good fit. But there was a poll out today um, by someone asking, hey, do you regret basically the Gafford trade? Would you rather have Troy Brown Jr. and Javante Green or Daniel Gafford? So I was curious what you thought about that. So would I rather have Troy Brown Jr., Javante Green, or Daniel Gafford? Yeah. Would you have made that trade? No, what you know today. Because I think it's I think it's closer than people think. I, mean, I think I, Daniel yeah. Gafford's a better player than yeah. either of those two. Yeah. Uh, and Dan, I think Gafford would be a really good bench big. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's like a clear mistake. Like I mean, no. Javante's been really, really good. Um, and Gafford got paid. He's getting paid like fifteen million. I wouldn't want to pay him fifteen million. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at tonight, man, there was a point towards the end of the game they had to take him off the floor because they just needed guys that could switch and guys that could get back to Vooch. And he was just having some trouble and drop, being able to drop and also get back to Vooch. So they had to take him off the floor. So, uh, I mean, there are still some limitations to, to Daniel Gafford. Like, yes, yeah. he blocked shots. He, he's gotten better at rebounding. But I, I he was I mean, He was destroying Vooch on the boards tonight, I'll say that, because yeah. he, he, he struggled a lot more with rebounding in Chicago, mm-hmm. um, but he was he was taking boots to task tonight. But he's he's a young player; he's going to continue to get better. So I'm sure he'll mm-hmm. be worth that contract. I mean, he's already a pretty decent starter, I would say, mm-hmm. for the Wizards. Um, so nothing against him. I'm just I thought it's interesting with our situation now. Like, do we do we regret making that trade? And I would say maybe, but I'm not like 100 percent sold on it at this point. Because uh, here's I think, the deal. Yeah, I think it depends. Is Billy going to still try to ask him to be a short role playmaker? Yeah, that, that did not ask, work. Is he going to be a you know? They're going to try to make him be what they were trying to you know. Now, if he had a playmaker like Demar Derozan, I mean, maybe or Lonzo, right? Or Lonzo, uh, Lonzo in him as in a, in, a, in pick and roll. That that'd be fun. I I would love to see uh, Lonzo with a, a just a, a springy. He has DJJ, but I mean a guy like D, that Daniel Gafford. That's a big dude that still has the springs. I'd I'd like to like to see that. But it depends. Like like us like we we both know like role matters a lot. You know it, what they're asking him to do in 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 Washington is not what they're asking DJJ and Vooch and, and T- Tony Bradley Jr. I'm, Tony Bradley. I always mess up. But um, I think he is a junior, actually. He is, but like I, we talked about it, and you're like, you know, we kind of oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, But no, like you know, like what they ask him to do: dribble, dribble handoff partners, uh, you know, uh, slipping uh, screens, and, and asking them to find where the help is or, or get all the way to the best. I don't know. I trust him to take a couple dribbles and, and make a decision. I don't. I don't know. Um, but like role matters, and and he's gotten to us 
uh, got into a place where they know how to use them. They know the way they want to use them, and he likes the way he's used. So, I mean, more power to him, man. He's he's taking uh taking advantage of his uh you know his his uh, his role there. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it was it was fun to see him uh, doing well and got some good rebounds, mm-hmm. good dunks. Yeah. Um, you know the the Gafford revenge game tonight. <laughs> Troy Brown Jr. played 30 minutes actually. Yeah. And uh, his revenge game was two points, six rebounds, and an assist. But I don't know. Like it was weird. Okay. It, I want. I do want to say. It was like the, almost the end of the third quarter, and only four Bulls had scored at that point. It was only Zach, Demar, Vooch, and Kobe—the only mm-hmm. guys that had any points on the board, <laughs> which is wild to me. And then Dasunmu ended up with four. Troy Brown Jr. ended up with two. Derek Jones ended up with nine. And every other point was scored by, you know, the other four guys. So that. <laughs> There's no way we should have won that game tonight. <laughs> Zero reason. We should have lost that game. I cannot believe we won. Yeah, man. I mean, hey, what, what can you say? Hey, I commend I commend the Bulls for for getting that dub, man. Um, you know, get that dub and see where see see what happens. But uh, I think Ferg just said that with this team, I like Gafford as the backup to Vooch. Yeah, I don't think he'd fit well in that role. As you mentioned, if if you're not having him do short roll stuff, if he's just running pick and roll as the as the roll man and setting screens and blocking shots, yeah, I think I think that role fits him because that's that plays to his strengths. I think what he was asked to do on the Bulls last year did not play to his strengths at all. Yeah, and you know that's partly on his limitations as a player, um, but that's partly on the coaching staff for you know trying to fit a. What is it, a square peg into a round hole? Or I can't remember how the, that stupid phrase goes, but no, I know um, what you mean. He's he's in the right he's in the right role for for him. Yeah. And um yeah, I mean he's doing good, so I'm I'm happy for him. And but I don't know, I don't think it's some like great tragedy that we don't have him. Just like I don't think it's some great tragedy that we don't have Wendell Carter. And I and I liked Wendell Carter a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think he's gonna be a great player. And I think Franz Wagner Wagner, you know, has like rookie of the year. Uh, potential right now. He's killing it. Yeah. And I'd love to have both those guys on this team. But also (laughs) what Vooch is providing is really important to this team too. So yeah. Yeah, man. Franz. Um, Wow. Wow. So did you have any other clips on the team? I think that was, I think we ran through the gamut actually. Um, let me see in my bag of, because we're right at, we're at two hours now, which I, Impressed. I thought we'd go longer. <laughs> you say you thought we'd go longer? I thought we'd go longer. Um, let's see. Or any other comments from uh, about about tonight's game? I mean, that's just I couldn't I couldn't watch, man. I just it was too chaotic. I couldn't watch Kuzma have any more layups and and ones. I was like, I, I think I'm done watching Kuzma have and ones tonight. <laughs> Um, so I got one for, I'm, I wanted to go back to tonight. Sure. Um, so, uh, with this, uh, this set here, um, we got IO guarding the ball. Who's Brad, uh, Bradley Beal, uh, got Abdia, uh, going to set a screen. Um, and I believe this turned into a stagger, um, and KCP is going to come off. 
He comes off the stagger into a ghost, gets out of there, takes TBJ, and then it sets up uh, Gafford to set a, a step-up ball screen onto Io. And this is what I love about Io, man. He, um, he gets hit a little bit, but again, try to put him in jail. He's like, nope. And just just look at this arm. Look at that. Like, I mean, he does a really good job of really using his wingspan. Like, using that wingspan to kind of clog things up here. And he gets up there, and oh, my gosh, man. Like A block. And then and then he hits, hits Gafford with it, too. Right. They block it. Gafford comes. And he's, you know, I probably should have finished this. But, like, the fact that he still competed, you know, like, that's what you love about the Rook, man. Still competed, yep. get a stop, we're going the other way. Um, well, and yeah. and this is why I don't want Kobe on point of attack because Kobe's mm-hmm. arms are a lot shorter. It's like mm-hmm. six or seven inches shorter yeah. than Io. And you see Io's arms. He's like Gumby, you know, out there. On, <laughs> You're not wrong, man. Brad Beal. Um, yeah, Io's got the size for it. So I, I picked this clip because – uh, we've talked about, well, at least for me, um, I talked about it. I didn't talk about this much in the article, if at all. Um, and a negative to Vooch, right? Um, and when teams that have or that are going to have good ball good ball handlers and a good screener or, or you know, like, for instance, the Nets, right? If they want to use they want to use KD as a small ball five in some game or something like that, they can run a pick and pop with James Harden or Kyrie and KD, and it will put Vooch in a situation. And I thought tonight they could have did this more, but tonight they are in an empty side action here and Vooch is in drop position. They, 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 they have no problem with trying to push this ball handler down to the baseline. But this is where the limitation comes for Vooch is he's good laterally, um, you know, like if he's at the level, but like when he's dropped and he's he's kind of sliding down baseline and asking him to get back out to a shooter, that's tough. And I think that's going to be something that teams will uh, will will do more often once we get to the playoffs. And we'll have to see how that looks. Um, but uh, so what happens is, which I thought was a really good idea by the Wizards, is so if you stay where you're lying now, Vooch can stay here, Demar can come slide over. And then these guys can just rotate on the back end. But what they do a really good job of is they send KCP on a dive cut here. So now that puts DeMar in a situation where he's like, oh, shoot. So uh, so he has to worry about the cut. Um, but in my opinion, that, you know, you, it, DJJ should say, hey, I got it. Go to the ball, whatever. Maybe they didn't communicate. Maybe the cut cut him off guard. But the dive cut kind of puts DeMar in a situation you got Vooch far away. Um, so DeMar goes with the cut, and that leaves a wide-open shooter. And if you're going to play against better teams like the Nets, Milwaukee, um, the Heat, you know, like this is going to be a problem. If, if Teams are probably going to do this at some point to see how long they can get away with it. Um, but, but a simple adjustment is that just that communication on the backside, maybe – Maybe DJJ or whoever's at the wing can tell DeMar, hey, go get him, or whoever's in that situation, you know, tell him, hey, go get him, I got yours. You know, uh, just communicate on the backside. That's got to be a little bit better to help out Vooch here in this situation. And I think a lot of teams are going to try to do that to Vooch a little bit more just to see 
if the Bulls will will be better at it. But honestly, when Lonzo's there, I'm pretty sure Lonzo would have came here anyway. Like he's just that smart of a of a defender. Uh, DeMar- Lonzo's the type of guy that rather have two guys at the three point line and give up a layup than give up three. So um, he, he's so that may not be a problem more so when Lonzo and Caruso are there. But, but I, I still think teams will still uh, try that and see what it looks like. Um, so that was something that I wanted to point out. Uh, we already went over Kobe, went over the pick and pop, went over this. Oh, so this was something, um, again, the horn set, right? They ran it a bunch in this game, right? So they got two guys up high, really, really close. This is what they call – so uh, what they call this here um, is a ram, ram screen action. So basically you're screening the screener. So it's not Spain. It's just kind of just, just to get some movement. You screen the screener. Uh, so it's ram action comes up into horns, um, you get a ball screen, comes off. See, that's what I'm saying. They, they attacked Matt Thomas all the time. Every time Matt Thomas in the game, they attacked his side. He, your number one job here is to stop the ball. You have to stop the ball. Either, you're not going to probably make NBA player pick up the ball, but you want to stop the ball, right? Make him stop his momentum, and then you get out of there. Or you communicate with each other and say, hey, I got him, you take mine. But what happens is Matt Thomas just kind of, you know, because what you would like to do is have both Io and Matt Thomas on the ball. You got the low man coming, and then Demar can play two back here. But it just, it just, it, if you're not going to stop the ball, it kind of creates some havoc here. But what I thought is this clip was a good job of the Bulls playing defensively. Um, well, really, Tyler here being being on the lookout here. You, you can see he's already ready to rotate here. So he comes off a good bounce pass by Bradley Bill. But I mean, <laughs> Tyler Cook's already there. <laughs> like he's. Like he's as soon as he catches the ball, Ty Cook's there ready to contest. Um, you could say, boom, kick it out to Kuzma, but I mean, split second that's tough, unless you're like Luca, LeBron, or somebody. Yeah, you that's what we talked about, guys. right? Yeah, it's, if, if you can time it to where as they're catching the ball, you're in their face, it, it makes it so much harder to have the vision and the processing speed to, to get that ball out of there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that timing's key. I mean, just I love I love really watching Matt Thomas in that in this clip though. You're like, oh wait, <laughs> <laughs> help! There was a there was a game. What was it? Maybe two or three games ago, where they set a screen on him. He got hit. He's trying to figure out where to go, so he got hit. He's like, oh, that guy's open. Nope, Io beats him there. So he tried to run to the middle of the court. Oh, that guy's open. Nope, Zach beat him there. So he was just kind of like. He's just kind of oh, running around with Matt. his head cut off. He's like, oh, shoot, man. I know it's supposed to be somewhere. I just can't get there. Amazing um, stuff. But, yeah, That's man, um, I don't know if I showed this one, but th- I can't remember. Oh, the big Vooch block. Yes. This this, this is my boy, man, my boy Vooch. I want to see it. Um, I miss this Again, one. once again, they run that same horn set. They ran this yeah. thing a bunch. And I can't, I can't blame them. They got some good no. notes off of it. Question: Because our, our friend Stefano said they were running double high. Mm-hmm. Is is that another? Uh, and I'm unfamiliar with with that. So, is, it, what's that set look like? It, you could call him open. So people have different things. For me, like when I was playing ball, like our coach when we ran horns, it it, it can be either at the elbows or it can be high. But the key is, is having two bigs on opposite side. You can call it double high because. Okay, so it's the same set though. I just yeah, it's just, sure yeah, it's the same thing. Set. It's the same thing. Okay, I, I thought um, it was, but it's I, the I alignment too, right? You, can, you got the two in the corner and then the two bigs here. So it's horns, yeah. or we can call it double high. It, it, 
into which it depends on like where you're from, who you got coached by, like every, different lingo in different places. So uh, yeah. me, this is this is kind of a horns action here. But um, so same thing. He chooses. He goes to Kobe's side, and here's the deal once again, which is tough because KCP is a great shooter. But again, you just gotta communicate. Um, he show he doesn't really even show, but Zach does a really good job actually of uh, getting over that screen and staying on his hip here. He's he right does. there on his hip. Yeah, you got a, a show here from DJJ. He gets out of the way, kind of swipes at the ball, kicks to the corner, get a good rotation with Demar. That's enough. Demar is really trying on that end, man. Like he's trying more than I can ask from him. You know, like I, I can't, I can't even, you know be super mad at him and he's not doing any egregious uh like bad rotations or not fighting over screens like it may happen here and there but like for the most part like he's really he's, he's trying you know and that's what i can that's all i can ask for um yeah so uh he closes out hard um so he slips a little so he slipped a little bit on the closeout um but it, he gets there he makes anthony gill have to put the ball on the ground get by he kicks it, and, he, and and that's actually a good pass by Anthony Gill. But anyway, uh, he drops it off to D- Denny, right? Denny catches it, and Vooch just just beats that thing off the backboard, and that was huge. I mean, they're up, they're up one. They got a shot at the rim. Now we're off to races, you know. Um, that was a huge, huge block by Vooch, and and, and he, there were some plays in this game. I'm like, man, Vooch, just just put your arm up, <laughs> but. The fact that the fact that he the, the moment like he knew like I can't let this shot I, I can't and he beats it off the glass like that that's just all I loved seeing that from him man protecting the basket you know and, and now we're off to the races so I mean like good stuff it's it's good stuff like you said man it's yeah listen MG Blazer I can't agree with this because my <laughs> I don't think I'll survive the year if we play games like we played the last two games because my heart can't take it, man. Like it's these games have been brutal to watch <laughs> until until the buzzer beater. Like that's too high octane for me. I, I gotta have some. I gotta have some nice easy blowout games. I, just, I need <laughs> I need a nice blowout game or two this week to kind of set my temperature back down to normal the normal degree. I don't know about you guys, but. Uh, you, Valero, and anyone listen to this, but I don't know if I can do this all the time. Like, <laughs> we got to get some easier wins here. <laughs> I mean, Man, with the win, but holy crap, dude! I I, I love those uh, the games tonight. I love because it shows like the adversity. Man, adversity hits. So it's like, are you gonna respond? Or are you, you know what is it? You know, well, this, and this team responds. They don't give up. They don't give yeah. up. So, I mean. Yeah, hey, Ferg's with me. I appreciate that. Yeah, his heart's pounding to too. To be honest, man, like this is so coach speak, but like the blowout wins are fun. You know, they're fun, but like you, I, I don't think you really learn much from those games. Like these are the type of games as a, as a team you learn from. Like what were they yeah. doing to us to make us have to be so perimeter oriented? Like what? Why couldn't we get downhill? Well, let's go watch the film. You know, and these are the games you kind of learn stuff from. You know, the 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 games where you know we. are beaten beaten tail you know those are those are scrap and guys we were, whatever we wanted to run it was working so it doesn't matter you know? yeah, but 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 tonight man like that defense that you saw tonight is that type of defense that type of scheme what they were looking to do that's gonna be uh something we may see a lot you know how they're gonna how the bulls are gonna uh defend it against so yeah 
Hey, shout out to Wes Unsell Jr. He's doing a great job as a coach mm, yes. of the Wizards. I, I was really hoping that we would hire him as a coach, actually, mm-hmm. uh, when we were in that process. But obviously, Billy's doing a great job, and I have no complaints there. But glad to see he got an opportunity, and he's, he's doing really well with it. So, yeah, man. Um, well, that's all I've got. That's all I've got for tonight. But we had, uh, we had a lot of good film and um, just some good growth we're seeing from these guys. Not only from you know Vooch kind of getting his groove back, but Kobe, Io, Troy Brown, um, just just improving. Demar, Demar just being Demar, and uh, man, I don't know where we'd be without Demar Derozan right now. But we cert- certainly wouldn't be twenty four and ten. Wouldn't be, wouldn't be, uh, yeah, wouldn't be twenty four and so. ten, man. Like that's that's tough, man. It's crazy. Um, no, but Ferg, uh, Ferg, uh, you said. Uh, you're right, but back to back. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But like, there's no, there was no like practice or anything in between those games. It's kind of like you know, you may be able to watch it, but uh, on, a, on, on whatever they use, iPad, or whatever they use to look at film. But when they're uh, when they're on the road, but um, if you don't have a practice in between to really practice against those different looks, like I mean, for the most part, it might look the same. But now that they have that, and they'll be able to go home, have a practice, and practice, maybe have some. Uh, maybe the G League team or whoever they have, like a scout team almost, like in football, you can run those different looks and then you can kind of see it more often. Um, but back-to-backs like that, you really don't have practice. You kind of just have like a shoot-around when you get loose and shoot around a little bit. But, um, yeah. So, no, I, I feel what you're saying, honestly. But, uh, yeah. I think that's going to do it for us um, this week, Bulls 101. Thanks for, for joining us. Thank you guys for the comments and your support and watch them with us it's been fun just so much fun to watch this team and um you know i was saying on saying on twitter you know, a year ago i decided i wanted to, to do more content creation and i, I think um yeah I, I, it's been a great decision it's been such a blessing to be able to to do the show with you and hopefully we've we've helped other people not just ourselves because i know we both enjoy it a lot <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hope someone else enjoys it <laughs> but um, i love breaking down film and i don't think a lot of people uh, that cover the bulls do break down film at all or, or talk about these kind of things and so you know hopefully we're bringing something unique to um you know there's a lot of bulls podcasters out there and they're all really really good um, so hopefully we're bringing something unique and um yeah thanks for sticking with us we will try and get some more film some more guests coming on. We've had some really good guests over yeah. the last year and uh, we'll, we'll continue doing it. And what a fun team to cover. What, what an opportunity we get to, to cover this great team this year. It's just something special. It just feels, it just feels like something special is happening. You know, it's been really cool to watch. Man. Um, hey, thanks Ferg. I appreciate that comment. Appreciate that. Seriously, man. We do appreciate that, man. Uh, Honestly, man, you just you just never like we just do the show and and you know whatever comes with it comes with it. So the fact that you know that you said it, man, means a lot, man. Seriously. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll catch you next week around the same time, and uh, hope everyone enjoyed their New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and these crazy Bulls games. You know, we got more on Monday. Oh, yeah. I wanted actually let's 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 do that before we head off. I just wanted to see what we have this week. Um, and maybe make a prediction of what we think is going to happen with our record. So this week we got the Magic on Monday, and then we don't have another game until Friday. 
when we play the Wizards again at home. And then we have a Sunday game against the Mavericks at Dallas. So, mm. you know, I, I think they should go two and one this week. Um, with the Wizards, I think they're going to have, uh, hopefully they're going to have a better, a much better time if we get Caruso back and Alonzo back and Javante back. I don't think they're going to be able to get as many paint points as they got. No. Um, the Mavericks can be a tough, they're going to be a tough one. Magic and the Magic are, you know, I know they're only seven and twenty-nine, but that's uh, they, they got they got a lot of good, good young players. Franz, they is, play hard. Franz is uh, he's a problem. He's killing it. He's a problem, man. He's, and we don't have a lot of power forward guards. So no. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think they're going to do? I think the, I think they'll probably go two and one. So Monday, boom, boom, boom. I call it. Call your shot. Three and zero. Oh. So Monday, Friday, and Sunday. That's what we're talking about with Dallas. Yep. Uh, I think I think they go three and zero. I think they'll keep the streak going. Ten game winning streak. They'll get regenerated. On, they'll get rejuvenated with uh, Lonzo coming back. Uh, get uh, another death piece with uh, McKinney coming back. I don't know when Caruso will be back, but um, yep. getting Billy back. Um, that's huge too. I think they can go three and zero. I know Dallas just got Luca back, um, and KP is starting to play a lot better. He's finally yeah. seeming like he's getting over that knee and getting over the you know the, uh, the different things that he's had. He's getting some rhythm back. You know that that's the obviously that's the, the game I'm worried about. But again, this is the same team that lost to the Rockets when I said that. So I mean, I I, I, I say three and zero. I go three and zero. Well, these are three teams that they should be. They are mm-hmm. it's they're a better team than all three of these teams. Yeah. Now, here's here's to what what to watch for. The next five games Ooh. Nets, Warriors, Celtics, Grizzlies, Cavs. It it's so that was gonna like be tough. You want them to get a loss so they can Oh, I and then hey, and then you got the Bucks right after that. Um, and then you have Magic, Hawks, Thunder, Spurs, Blazers. So a little bit easier on that yeah. that next stretch. But I would love for them to go three and zero this week because I, just, I think they're gonna they're gonna have some tough games um, in mid January here. But hey, have, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, four days, four day rest. Yeah, and then the one day rest. Yeah, I think they can go three and zero. I I hope so. Yeah, let's hope you're right. All right, let's do it. Let's get out of here. Let's go to bed. It's like uh, it's eleven thirty where I am, and it's one thirty in Chicago. So <laughs> I know your wife wants you in bed. <laughs> Man, yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, thank you guys for for uh, for hanging out with us, and make sure you subscribe to Barroom Network. Leave five star reviews. Any podcast platform you use to to listen to us, and check out Bulls Gold. It's our uh, Salim and Ed, they they run Bulls Gold, another podcast on the bottom there covering the Bulls. Really, really good stuff. And uh, yeah, any Chicago sports you want, we got it here on Barroom Network. And uh, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.